Welcome to the Next Gen Video Game Theory Podcast. Today we're going to go over Starfield. I'm talking two and a half hours of Starfield. This is going to be the most comprehensive preview of Starfield you've ever seen. I also have a YouTube channel, so make sure you go to Next Gen Video Game Theory and subscribe to the YouTube channel too. And I think you guys are going to love this episode. If you can, please re leave a review on your favorite podcast services. This is two and a half hours of hard work to make the best Starfield podcast episode ever. I thank you guys so much and enjoy the show. There's going to be a brief sponsorship and then the show will start. 100 reasons Starfield will be good. It will be big. It will have 1,000 planets, tons of customization lots of quests new gaming engine from the makers of skyrim from the makers of fallout microsoft has tons of money microsoft have tons of time it's one gaming system it's a first party game it's a new ip it's the biggest bethesda map ever per the developer it's the first rpg in a long time it has a great mod community it's going to have graphical mods gameplay mods bethesda games are easier to mod mod community support custom spaceships custom bases exploring the universe deep philosophy will be in the story the story will just be deep it will be long hundreds of hours of gameplay even if it sucks, it will still be fixed by modders, and it's a passion project for Bethesda. There are pirates, and well, that can be good or bad depending on the game. The game cannot fail, or Bethesda will be in trouble. There are bases like Fallout. Bethesda has experience making RPGs. There will be tons of side quests like Skyrim. There are influences from Star Trek. Fallout 4 with improved combat system can take influences from Mass Effect and bring those in. It has a proven history of games to build upon. It takes more time to finish the game. They will learn lessons from Cyberpunk 2077. It comes out before Elder Scrolls 6. There will be light speed travel, tons of new characters. Graphic mods will break computers. Great for the RTX 4080. Great for the RTX 4090. There will be space artifacts, deep lore, lasers, sharks with laser beams, guys. Spaceships will have lasers. Future technology. Jeff Bezos spaceship mods. Elon Musk spaceship mods. New character engine. Faces look next gen in this game. Won't be Mass Effect Andromeda faces. There's cool bugs and glitches like Skyrim. Glitches are funny, guys. Don't get all hung up. Ray tracing in space will break graphics card. It's a true next-gen game. The Xbox Series S will still look good. Xbox Game Pass will have it free, potentially. It'll be super optimized for Xbox. 4K, HDR, even potentially 8K. High-res textures. Advanced lighting systems. Starship docking. Cool cockpits. So many things. A break from this crazy world. And we know the world's been crazy lately. A huge map to explore and just chill out to. Twice the size of any Bethesda game. Cool robot companions like R2-D2. Funny robot companions like C-3PO. Robot influenced by past companions like from Star Wars. 
data from Star Trek, opportunities for funny moments, the name Starfield is good, tons of Easter eggs, you know they're going to be in this game, going to be bigger than Skyrim, relaxing, exploring the stars, hope for the future, could be as big as Star Wars from a sci-fi perspective, change gaming forever if done right, cause everyone to upgrade their hardware, helping the economy, lots of systems in the game can be updated. Finally, true next-gen again. Can be played on Xbox Cloud. Cloud saves, no lost data if you get stuck or game crashes. Complex in-game economy. New tech for spaceships. Someone is going to make a Star Trek mod for this for the Enterprise. Cool cover design. I mean, look at that. That's really neat. So much coffee will be consumed playing this game. So many energy drinks will be drank. It'll be like a PUBG chicken dinner, thus saving the economy. People might build actual spaceships in real life from influence. Humanity may be influenced to go to space, much like Star Trek. We'll go to the moon, go to Mars, and do the great things, and all the solar system, then the galaxy, then the universe, until we are actually living in Star Wars. And that's what's gonna happen from this game, guys. It's gonna be a big deal. Starfield is going to have a significant amount of mods, and I think that's just the truth, guys. Like, this one right here with RoboCop that I made, this is a mod that we could get in this game where you're going around as RoboCop and being really cool and driving the ship in Starfield. And see this guy right here? He is in this all-out, flying-in, RoboCop style, and this is exactly what we're going to get. Starfield is going to be a lot like Skyrim in general, like this Robocop guy taking out all these guys. You can imagine just the red kind of overlay right there and being able to take everyone out. And that could be some next level stuff. Being able to do stuff like this is what made Skyrim so great. It's what's made Fallout so great. And having mods in this game, Starfield is going to be exciting, especially with thousands of planets. There's a lot that you can modify with thousands of planets and being able to create a lot of stuff. Much like Forge is in Halo, much like Minecraft in general, you could be driving around in a car just like this guy, or you could just be walking away from people just like that. But I think the exciting thing about Starfield in general is that we're gonna have so many different types of mods, whether that's environment mods, character mods, weapon mods, whole bunch of other stuff here. Like here you're walking in, taking these people out with a red overlay. This game is not even gonna have a red overlay. So I wanna say I got the official first mod for Starfield. Yeah, I'm just saying it. But this is how it's gonna look. This is how good this game is gonna look in general. And it's just super exciting to see something like this come along that can have really cool modifications, really cool ability to do some cool things, such as driving in with RoboCop, landing on a planet. How cool would that be, guys? So we can have Spider-Man and a whole bunch of other characters, of course. So we could bring Master Chief. Maybe Master Chief jumps in here and takes on the Covenant. But this is the types of mods. And as we've seen in the past, these mods don't just go with characters. They go with graphics, such as new ships. We'll see probably Star Trek and Star Wars ships eventually in this. What I do think we're going to get is better graphics over time. So as you can see, the background, uh, it looks very nice in Starfield. But over time, that may not look as nice as lighting textures get better and graphical technology gets better. So we're going to start seeing things that are going to allow these graphics to be better with lighting tech, maybe ray tracing, new types of ray tracing, I don't know, lighting effects, textures, 
8K textures, all that jazz, and people are going to go in there and modify it, much like they did Skyrim. Skyrim was kind of a joke because they kept on modifying it over and over and over until it like broke a whole bunch of PCs and did all that stuff. So I would expect similar things when it comes to doing this game and what it's going to basically be doing is ultra modifications. Like, Can you imagine walking around like this guy right here just stomping around bringing out your thing and taking everybody out robocop style so i would like someone uh just leave a comment if you do create a mod for robocop that would be so cool if i influence i don't know i'm stupid but you guys see what i'm saying here like this is going to be like skyrim it's gonna be like fallout modifications but that has always been really good with mods they don't really lock their game down they allow a lot of people to update those games and then they release skyrim like 15 times but that's okay because they have a good modding community if you don't want to do that that you can go out there and just mod some things. So super exciting times. Hit the like button so just spread some more people for... In Starfield, it's looking like we are getting a very advanced pirate system, which is awesome because piracy can really make a game have legs on it, especially if there is an automated piracy system in this game that allows for some advanced options. These advanced options can do a wonderful job of bringing a game to life and if the piracy system's good, it can add to that ability to create a lot of different situations in the game. I think piracy is gonna be a big thing. They showed piracy in the trailer and they've showed piracy a lot throughout the journey of this game. Now it will be interesting to see how piracy takes off in this game, much like Pirates of the Caribbean. We all have a fascination with piracy. Piracy is one of those things that we like to see in gaming yet we're gonna see this for sure in this game. With the factions and the dynamics politically and economically between factions, it would just make sense that piracy would be part of this as we've seen this in history with the India trade company. And I think it's gonna be very similar to like England and Spain going versus each other where you could potentially hire out pirate factions that could have a tremendous impact on the impact of how the game's gonna play out. And in the end, this political dynamic can go really deep in creating an idea where you could send a pirate out to take out a faction or to gain brownie points with a faction, much like happened during the time of piracy itself. Additionally, there could be missions where you're going along and you get attacked by a pirate ship. Now, this could also bring in multiplayer as you could have multiplayer where a player could send pirate ships after you if they wanted to spend some money and then you would have to defeat those pirate ships this is kind of similar to sea of thieves and how someone can raid a ship but it could be more automated where you kind of line up the pirates and attack certain ships so this could actually create a very sophisticated multiplayer that isn't necessarily multiplayer but adds to the game if they could integrate it into the game Additionally, pirates add to quest lines. There's a lot of reasons why piracy can add to a game. I think the main thing is the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. I mean, they made like five of these things, guys. Six of these things. I don't know what we're on, but Johnny Depp knows. And I know this much, guys, that we need to get another one. But that's beside the point. Maybe this can launch them into getting another Pirates. I'm going off track, guys. Just forgive me. But what could happen here? Pirates create quests. So you could go get some treasure for a pirate. And this could add to a lot of different things within the game that can add to leveling up a lot easier by traveling to areas. Obviously, the planets are going to have pirates. I think we saw this in Mass Effect. We've seen 
pirates in that game too where they would have like a base on the planet you have to go take out a base similar to that concept it would make sense that pirates would have a very similar concept of going to a planet taking out a base and then moving on from there and I think that's the great thing is this could really add the XP maybe you need to level up maybe you're not a high enough level although traditionally Bethesda games make it easier to level up it does seem that it would be a good thing if you got behind on leveling to go knock out a pirate base get some advanced XP additionally it would make sense also that the pirate factions could potentially have their own mini factions in pirate areas and that can add to another advanced piracy system we are seeing an advanced piracy system come into play while the footage right now only shows level two pirates i think it will be something that will be have to dealt with by the player within the campaign in order to survive if you're not going to defeat pirates you're not going to survive in the starfield campaign and there's a lot of other dynamics that you can do you could actually maybe join the pirates and take on the other factions so i think that's another thing about the pirate faction is that you can join them up and then take on the factions and go plundering across space and i think that type of dynamic can do more also it sets it up for a more automated system or artificial intelligence quest line we've seen this in bethesda games before such as skyrim where they use kind of an automated system to create some quests i think the same could hold true for taking out pirates now this can dilute a game make it not as good but it is something that they can do to make the pirates sophisticated and give you plenty to do within the game if you actually get really far in the game. I think more over having a ton of stuff on planets such as caves and stuff where pirates are hiding can add those quest lines and really create cool areas where you're like plundering for treasure and exploring a lot of the universe where you would not be exploring otherwise. Starfield is using the Creation Engine 2, which will be used to make Elder Scrolls 6 and also more games in the future. This is a game engine that's built upon the Fallout 4 games and other games that have come out in the past. So this engine is very similar to that and is upgraded. One of the features that you see with this new engine is most definitely just the effects that you see, the textures. And I think the lighting effects are the main thing that this engine really sees. You can see on the hand right there that the lighting effects were very next-gen. The facial animations are the number one thing I see of this engine being next-generation, along with the particle effects that we see right here. There's a whole bunch of excitement regarding this engine because Starfield is the first game that is being used to use this engine. And it's the second version of a previous engine so there's a lot of stuff that they're working upon similar to like unreal engine releasing unreal engine 5 upon unreal engine 4 they're going to have the ability to do a lot more stuff because it's still built upon the same engine the particle effects are true next generation as we can see right here and i think that's the most exciting thing from that perspective is those particle effects are going to be really cool in space and it looks absolutely great with the sunlight and all that other stuff creating atmospheric lightning lighting and all this other stuff such as the ship engines shooting out flames there is a lot with this engine that makes it very detailed and very nuanced and very well exciting for a space sim that's going to have a lot of different planets over a thousand planets in this game which is exciting and also when you go to a game that's going to have similar 
type of stuff. This looks like No Man's Sky right here, but this type of design here where you're mining and doing similar things in No Man's Sky, you want to have really good graphics. You want to have the sunshine effects really bleed in very well. Every planet's going to have a different color palette, so you really want to make sure that it's really to that point that it looks absolutely great. I think it was the right choice to choose a new engine. Here you can kind of see how the the design is it looks way better than what fallout 4 did even and that's exciting because the character animations are very important we saw this in the past with bioware creating games such as mass effect that had very good animations for characters and was a major leap from the previous versions such as on the original xbox when it leaped to the xbox 360 and then we saw some major updates two facial animations at that point i would liken this game onto those updates so i'm excited to see a true next-gen title that utilizes the power of the Xbox Series X and really brings us in. And it's exciting that they are developing this on one platform, that they're doing it the right way and it'll be more optimized because of that. So there is a lot of excitement, as you can see, of the mods and customizations that you're able to do with your ship are going to require a very good engine because there's going to be a lot of moving parts. And when you have a lot of moving parts like this game where you're going into space and you're doing stuff like that, well, you need it to look very good. You can't create a space game without good graphics in this day and age, guys. It's almost like a racing game. You want it to look as real as possible. And the opportunity is there because in space, there's more open environments and you're able to really focus on the effects. And I think that's what this new engine is going to do to make this a true next-gen experience. It may not be absolutely perfect by any means, but as we can see, the smoke effects is a new effect. I haven't seen that before in a very long in a while in game. So I like that smoke effect, the details of the papers, even the small nuance details are going to allow them to really do this. And because they built it upon a past engine, this gives a lot of opportunity to this game with what they're trying to accomplish and i think they're on the right path here as you can see here the combat system looks robust with particle effects and very robust gameplay it does look like a similar gameplay to almost fallout 4 but it's very updated it's very well done they're really trying to make it look like a very next gen title here you can just see the details in the room from even that whiteboard in the back you can see a creature that you're going to face it almost looks like a mass effect creature in a way so i think they took some influences from mass effect for sure no man's sky but i think the particle effects of what they're trying to do with starfield and what they're trying to do with this game are really setting it apart and you get the lighting effects and the facial animations and the combat system and you bring that all together with an incredible environment, incredible worlds that they're trying to create, such as New Atlantis, Planet of Jemison, and what they're trying to do here. You've got to really push some hardware for real to make this look good. And I think they're definitely on the path to making this an experience that we haven't felt in a long time in gaming. Here's the facial animations and what they've done. I think it just looks way better, honestly. These facial animations look way better than what we've seen in the past so i'm excited to see where this goes i know they have a lot of stuff they have to make so it's not going to be an easy thing but they're definitely on the right path with this engine definitely from this uh character creation suit that they have that really is pushing the engine this is similar to what i would see with unreal engine and their character creator that they have their meta humans this seems very similar to on what unreal engine is doing but they're doing it in a game which is even cooler so excited to see how they develop this, how they go in here. This guy, I keep mentioning in my videos that this guy looks like Han Solo. I think that was definitely primed. He wanted to get to have that Han Solo look, and I think he's on the right track with that this new engine here that's really trying to bring out Starfield. 
let's take a look at the combat system of Starfield and in general what are we getting right here with this game and I'm excited to talk about this because the combat system seems to be very similar to Fallout 4 as we can see here we're going into a room and I think the big thing about this is it's going to be like this. You're going to jump in there, you're going to take out these pirates, and there's going to be a lot of missions like this, fetch and go it would seem. But I think there's a lot to this more because it has that Fallout feel vibe. And I'm excited to see this Fallout feel vibe. Additionally, we see some mining lasers, and I think it's a good sign that you're going to have some laser tech where you're going to be able to take out some people. And I really like the idea of just walking around the wasteland and fighting these creatures. I mean, look at that guy. That thing is freaking crazy coming out of nowhere and then trying to take that thing out. Like, I'm scared of that. Maybe these creatures can't be taken on, but that creature is actually chasing that creature, which gives me hope that there's going to be a really good animal AI. Now, this could be part of the actual campaign, but it still looks pretty amazing. I mean, those guys just chased each other. The mining lasers give hope to... The idea that you're going to have laser weapons in this game, I mean, I think that's a given, but it's looking like we're gonna have laser weapons. And I like how you're able to guide this like No Man's Sky, and you're gonna be able to probably even use this as a weapon in the beginning, potentially like you would in No Man's Sky, where you're like just spraying stuff or just trying for small creatures and surviving. So I think that's something that could happen with Starfield. Uh, it says Iron's added, so very much taken from No Man's Sky, but hey, now I do like this. 50, you got a 50, it says it has 50 in the ammo, and a lot of good stuff right here, but here he is taking, we're taking on uh, what looks like to be a base, and I think there's going to be a lot of base taking in this game, I just don't see how we can't have a lot of base taking. Now if we look right here at that weapons pack, when this guy, the pirate's taken down, you get some XP, you only get 5 XP, so those guys must not be like the high level characters in this game, they're also level 2. So this is not a good representation, basically, of what that combat system is going to be like. But we have this grenade. They're showing that off. Then we have a pirate at the top. So we're showing some maybe some really good AI, potentially. And I keep barely just clicking off on that, guys. But the, the AI seems to be decent. And I think that's where you want to be at with this game um, when we get to that point. And it seems like the... Here we have, you have four different things that you have with you. You have a shotgun shells, and then a quip, and then we have a pistol, and we have another thing. So the left is assault, shotgun, pistol, and then we have a thing on the bottom. It could be a health thing. I'm not sure at this time. If you guys know what it is, just let me know in the comments. And uh, But what do you guys think about the combat system? Make sure you definitely comment, because it's very interesting to see where this game is going. Shotgun walking in. Uh, destructible environments. I think we're seeing that right now. So the physics are there uh, for this game on a level that I think is super exciting um, for what they're able to do right now with this game. And I think the expansive environments combined with everything else in this is really going to bring in uh, something that we've wanted to see for a very long time when it comes to games like this. And uh, the combat system has a lot of hope here in general. I think you're going to use your mechanized device or your mechanized robot here a lot when you're going to explore worlds and doing stuff like that. I think he's going to be your companion and he's going to be doing a lot for you when you're taking on these guys, for instance. So that's kind of an exciting thing about this is we are going to see that type of stuff. Landing ships. I don't expect much ship combat outside of maybe space over planets. I could be wrong. But here we have creatures rolling across the ground. I would assume you're going to be able to have to take those creatures on at some point. Then there's always a bigger fish, I guess, is the idea here as we see that rolling across. 
but it, it, dark environments, a lot of lighting. I can see this almost like an aliens type feel. And I think that's the cool thing that we're gonna get from Starfield as you walk out here and you're taking on these guys and we just see uh, cover, they're taking a cover system. They're using a lot of different things here to kind of break in. And then we see the ship come down. The ship's actually helping out potentially. Maybe it's gonna take out some guys. And that would be really cool if you could do an aerial assault or something like that if you're using your ships. Uh, we don't know the mission here, so it's kind of hard to tell why the ship's there. But he's flying over and we're using an aerial assault. And I think that's a big thing that you're gonna be able to go into the air like he did just do there and then taking out that pirate. So lots of excitement here. Here's the mechanized, your companion that we're gonna have with us. We could do some stuff with the watch and being able to like get enemies, being able to figure out someone's there and stuff like that. But definitely gonna be a lot of good stuff with this game. Uh, these classes will come into play as we do know for sure. Um, ship classes, all this stuff right here with ship combat and going into space and having combat systems like this is going to be a thing. I'm going to do a video on the ships, I think, here soon because I really want to cover this game as much as possible so we can get into space combat. And you see, like, you even have a docking system, so this could be more expansive than what we even think that this game could be uh, in regards to just ship combat in general. I think this is going to be a big part of this game, potentially, because obviously you're going to go customize your ships. You're going to be traveling a lot, so I think there's a lot to that that's going to bring this to light so the combat system is looking very good there is so much that rests on the success of starfield it's almost unreal if this game fails bethesda can lose millions we've seen companies that have failed such as when cyberpunk 2077 failed we see right here that he is dressed up like han solo and basically ready to sell this game there is a lot on the line guys and when you're dressing up like han solo you really are ready to sell something because this game has everything that Bethesda's ever wanted to do. It's a passion project for the company. It looks absolutely amazing. It can finally get the company away from the Fallout series and Elden Scrolls and actually create a new intellectual property. And a lot really rests on this to get that third major property out there for Bethesda when it comes to RPGs. And... There is nothing about this that's going to be easy. This is going to be extremely challenging. This is not an easy game to make. The one company I can similarly think about is Mass Effect and Bioware. Breaking off after the Jade Empire game, which didn't do very well, and then going on over to creating Mass Effect, which did very well. That's the kind of scenario we're in for Bethesda. Bethesda has so much on the line when it comes to this being able to actually expand their company. This is an expansion of Bethesda, and if they don't do this right, everything could potentially fall apart, and that's the scary thing. Everything could fall apart. Like Teams will get shuffled around, and we've seen this over and over with companies. If a com game doesn't do right, teams get shuffled around, and it's not a good situation. So I really hope Starfield is a game that has tremendous success that does very well and we can see here just from these animations that they're putting a lot of stuff into this game it looks very realistic they're creating that new engine on this and it's a new engine that they're using to build this game on unlike what they've used before yes it's an upgrade but i would consider it a new engine due to the amount of special effects and a true next-gen title 
as we can see here. But everything is really on. The pressure is on for this company on a level I don't think they've been on in a while. This is not like Elder Scrolls and Elder Scrolls 6. This is a game that is, an, is a big upgrade and it's something new for them. And it's not always easy to sell a new game, a new concept. But they're coming on the heels of some major franchises that have had success like Mass Effect and Bioware. So we know it can be done. But will it be done well? Old no Man's Sky took a while to get going. And while it's way different than No Man's Sky and higher budget, we can kind of see the things to avoid, the technical issues. They've got to release this without any technical issues, and the gameplay has to be very smooth. I would not release this game until it's absolutely ready if I was Bethesda. That's what they're going to have to do in order to get a good release. If they actually break through and release this game, when it's absolutely not ready, they will have a major backlash on the similarity of what we've seen with Cyberpunk 2077. So I'm very hopeful that Starfield, as we can see with this expanse right here, will be a game that's expansive, that really does deliver on the promise of exploration in space. So, hopeful is where I'm at here, but Bethesda has to deliver or people could be out of jobs, money could be tossed, they may only focus on Elden, they may release Skyrim like a hundred more times, and that may be all they have. That's what we have here, guys. Risk-taking in gaming is not easy. That's why I'm hopeful. Starfield is going to be a game with over 1,000 planets. Will it live up to expectations as such as Mass Effect and other games that have really taken it to a next level? With the planets being able to be landed on, you're not going to be able to travel through like No Man's Sky, for instance. With that being said, expect a lot from this game. This game is going to provide a lot of content on the looks of what we've seen with, say, Skyrim or other games that are coming out, such as Elder Scrolls. This game has a lot of hope into the future especially with a thousand planets. Now the planets are not limitless. I do not think having a thousand planets is necessarily a bad idea at all. In fact, I think it is actually a good idea for this game for numerous reasons. By having a limit on the amount of planets, they're gonna be more detailed. If you have unlimited planets with AI generating those planets or a set of parameters generating those planets, that's gonna cause some issues. Thousand Planets is actually a really great idea that can do numerous things for this game. So don't feel like that just because Starfield is going to have a thousand planets that it's going to be a bad game. No, it has huge potential from a perspective of, hey, we've decided to design these planets. We're also going to take some creative endeavor to make these planets go along with the story and have quests on these planets that will be similar to, say, going to an area in Skyrim. I like what they were doing here with these planets. And yes, you may not be able to travel the universe, at least at this time. Now, that could change, but you may not be able to travel in the universe in a spaceship and do all that other stuff and land on planets. You're just going to have kind of an automated sequence or cinematic experience of landing on planets, but Mass Effect basically did the same thing. So having a thousand planets in Starfield is not a bad thing. It is bringing hope to this game that they're going to be able to lock it down. They're not overreaching themselves. They have enough room to where they can edit those planets, redesign those planets, and create some really 
cool structures on those planets and even have artifacts that can really lead this into being a great game. So my friends, don't feel down that Starfield is looking like a game that's not going to be as good because there's only a thousand planets or around that amount. It means it's a game that's more refined, that has potential to do a lot of different things with that ability to explore and do more from that perspective. They're not overreaching, which would have destroyed this game. We all know that games have overreached as a cyberpunk, and it just hurts them. That's not what Starfield is trying to do. They're trying to do something a little bit deeper that will... not all take it over creep your own space who sold me this told me that it spoke to Planets Jemison. Excuse me. That means you saw it. I have to go. The wonder is not that the field of stars is so vast, but that man has measured it. Let's talk about the ships in Starfield. I'm super excited just to talk about these ships and what they offer for this game, as the ships are what we are really going to see. As we see here in this ship, there's a lot to this, like the way it flies, the way we're going to really be able to go into this game and see some incredible details, the customization of these ships. As we see, we got a dashboard here, and it's telling us what we have left, like the GRM, SHG, ENG, HSL, Eval. All this stuff is really going to bring in this here, and then we can see over on the right that we are getting people attacking and then we see our shield is an 89 on the ship. So there's a lot of good excitement when it comes to this. Now, as this ship flies over, we see that the balance is 100, the 60, 100. So that's your shield. And then we see the speed is also an indicator that it shows. And then you also will have a boost in this game with your ship 
So I'm excited to see how you can use the boost in space combat. As we see here, kind of a boost here of where you're traveling. I wonder if the ships are going to have more of a boost when you're traveling like this. See, I think the main thing here is it seems to be you're going to be staying close to planets, but you're still going to be able to travel around the outside of the planets with the campaign. Here's a little bit of a combat firing system. We see the ship go over. So let's take a look at exactly what we're seeing here. So when this ship flies in, we see the space station. Now, a lot of these space stations are looking very robust, very good, and well thought out, as we see here. So I'm super excited to see where this goes. Uh, the actual engine thrust looks very good from a graphical perspective. And then the cockpit view, we saw that right there. I don't know if we'll actually have a cockpit view like that, unless it's a cinematic scene. But you have a locking on right here, and then it does tell you where that is going with the arrow. So you're going to be able to kind of turn quickly to know where your enemies are in the space combat. So that's a good sign. Here he's turning it up. He's getting on this ship's tail. Um, this is more cinematic. Now, here's a docking thing. I don't think we've gone over too much with docking on this. So you can board this ship right here and get up and dock. So you're going to have to actually literally... Uh, it looks like you're going to have to land on a dock, which is an interesting scenario. So you're going to have to kind of go in there. You're going to press B to get up, Y to undock, and then X to board. So I'm not sure if this is going to be more of a travel thing or anything like that. But we'll see here. As we see here, we have more space combat. 23 XP is what you're getting here on this ship. If, if we go back to pirates, it's only 5 XP. So they, <clears throat> so they are giving you more XP for ships, which is not that bad of a deal. So 5 XP for pirates, 23 XP for ships. And we see the speed is 68 here. So the ships seem to have some speed. The other speed was 50 when we were going back earlier. So the ships can definitely get that speed up. 73, 74. I don't know if that speed is based upon the ship power. Is it a percentage or is it the actual speed of that ship from like a perspective of that the destruction systems look very nice uh, the breaking apart of the ships from that perspective do look extremely cool from this perspective and then here we have even more when it comes to these ships and see that design and how they have a landing foot pad you're going to be able to dock and land it looks like and uh super cool world that you're going to dock into similar to like what we've seen in mass effect now here we can see the planet system so you're going to press x to land on new atlantis so i'm thinking it's more going to be like mass effect where you're kind of traveling like that but i don't know if this is similar to skyrim where they have the map but you're going to be able to see the type of planet you're so there's over a thousand planets so jemison alpha centauri system survey you get some rocks, some gravity, some temperate, and you'll know what you're landing on, and you're going to know what's there. Maybe you're going there to mine, but at least at first you can scan it. It seems like a better idea of than what Mass Effect had from a, just a deeper 3D approach. You can say, show me, set the landing target. I think the idea here is, are you going to be able to land all over the planet, or are you just going to land in New Atlantis? We'll have to discover that, but you can clear a route. You can land anywhere in the solar system, it does look like. And set a course for any planet there so that adds a little exploration now this is a good sign it says set landing target right here and it says scan so i wonder if when you scan it you're going to get the landing for the ship from that perspective so that could be interesting and here you see you see you scan it then you see the structure 
on Galgarian here in Alpha Centauri. So that's something, and this says there is water and stuff like that. So that's a good sign that you're gonna be able to land on planets, but it may be like more locked down to a certain location, which I could see them doing that just to make it more refined and stuff like that. So here we see all of Alpha Centauri and all the places that you can go. And it looks like you would just click those and then go versus flying between those systems. And uh, I think the ships here are looking very good. I mean, here's one just in the air, staying here, floating in the air. I'm not sure what that's all about. We do have a closing mechanism. So there could be a mission where you're running towards a ship. And then here's the rocket dusters that look amazing for the takeoff cinematic landing. I don't think it's going to be cinematic like this or as cinematic as this every time because this does look like CGI. But here we have it coming out. And they actually list the wrong date. It's not coming out 11 11 22 anymore but um i do like just the follow-up here on everything so we see the worlds and if the worlds look like this it's just going to be fun to explore everything in this game and i think that's the exciting thing about this is we're going to be able to see so much when it comes to these amazing ships and these space stations and being able to float to these space stations kind of learn about the inhabitants of the space station what's going on i'm sure there'll be crisis such as uh, other things that could be going on on these spaceships that let's say a spaceship is stranded and the spaceship is stranded now i did want to talk about one other thing uh with these spaceships so it looks like you may be able to walk around to a certain extent on these spaceships we're not sure exactly on how far but it does seem that you'd have the ability to walk around to some ability to at least talk to your crew and do things like that they really should add that and I think it's worth even delaying to add that because I think people like to go into their spaceships. And if you could customize the inside of your spaceship, I think that's going to be a huge thing too. Flying around the planet is cool, of course, but I don't think this is the most exciting thing in the world. Um, the same exploration is there. And we see right here these ships are attacking and it says thruster. So you, it looks like you can see that they're thrustering towards you. So that's a good thing. And then you thruster back and you chase out here. This could be a mission near Saturn, potentially. And there luckily is a target lock. You see the missile is fired. The ship's going to explode. Um, I, I think the, the missile lock is a good thing that they're adding in here. So you can see how it's locking. You're not going to be able to lock every time. But the locking mechanism allows you to get that quick kill if you can keep on the ship. Which, from a combat perspective, is looking very good. And I'm excited to see how they do that from a space perspective. But all of it is looking incredible. Um, of course, certain classes could potentially have more. Uh, looks like we're going to have some ship space warfare uh, to, to boot. So that's cool. We got about one second of that view. And then we'll obviously be able to survey planets, get off there, survey those planets. Similar to No Man's Sky, it looks like. Just a more robust system as you go on those planets. And you're going to just explore, it looks like. So uh, ship customization is probably the biggest thing with this game. And the customization is looking amazing. We have Class A, Engine Thrust, Maneuvering Thrust, Engine Health, Health. Every spaceship needs engine upgrades to increase acceleration. Massive entire ship will affect performance. And then we have corporations who make these. So you're going to see like different corporations and different parts. Similar to what you saw with Fallout. I'm excited to see how that plays out. But here we have a view of being inside the ship. So it does look like you potentially will have this ability to walk around the ships, which they have to add. I just don't see 
here's a science center you can explore with your crew. I think being around your crew is gonna be very important, but also the customization to really bring out the experience the most. And as you upgrade and get more speed, and it looks like these customizations are affecting the top speed, the mass, the mobility, the crew, the jump range, the shield, the hull, the cargo, all this stuff is being affected by the way you upgrade your shift with certain parts. So that is a very neat thing that they are adding here. So you're gonna slowly be upgrading your shift uh, as you move on throughout this game. And as you explore these vast environments, as we see here, and I think it's just gonna be a lot of exciting stuff in Starfield and, uh, and they're doing a great job of setting everything up, making sure everything looks very good. So I, I think in the end, this robot could also be something that you drop on the ground from your ship. So that could be something that could happen and uh, combat missions and stuff getting in and out are also going to be part of that but i wouldn't see that being a very big thing so in the end lots of good stuff when it comes to these ships and the customizations the exploration as we see and uh, ability to jump out of a ship and jump right into combat maybe a drop zone or anything like that it does look like we're going to have some additional upgrades in science tech social physical these could also probably hit your ship points i would say the science stuff will hit your ship more than say ballistics but you never know that stuff i would see also on the ship you can look like you can set an outpost and drop it from your ship and do things like that but we are getting a very robust ship system and there are also crew slots it says four right here so it looks like the ship gets bigger you get a bigger crew almost almost like fallout shelter if you guys ever played that mobile game highly recommend it to where you're like getting a crew getting more people and stuff like that. I do like this scene where you can kind of see, but as the customization gets more, everybody's gonna have a different view here um, from that What can Skyrim teach Starfield? Well, let's take a look. Skyrim was a beautiful game. It did a lot of things great. It's a game that's been released over 10 times. It's a game that's epic proportions. We are gonna take a deeper look at how Skyrim can teach Starfield. First off, it's a deep, story the story is incredibly deep in skyrim there are multiple layers to the story there's the main quest and there's guild quests there's guild stories and a whole bunch of things that are running through the same will hold true for starfield it has to have a deep story in order to really capture its audience it's moddable and i know people don't like the word moddable and that's how you correct a game well skyrim has been corrected over and over and over with mods and gotten better with mods whether it was maps and making the maps better the graphics better we've all seen skyrim Graphic mods, they look absolutely amazing. Starfield can do the same thing. If they support the modding community, the game's just going to be more successful in the long run. It's an engaging story. It's an engaging, you just want to get immersed in it. The immersion is there for Skyrim. And if Starfield can get that same immersion, the game is going to be absolutely phenomenal. So Starfield has a lot to do here, but it can be fixed. Immersion is about the music. It's about bringing everything together, the music at the right time. Skyrim has an iconic soundtrack that just echoes through the ages. It's expansive. It's a deep game. The expansiveness goes with space with Starfield. Starfield's a space game. When a game is as expansive as a game like Skyrim, it can really bring everything together and bring the lore of that universe together. And that's really what you want to see from a video game. And if 
Starfield can do this, it will be great. Care for side characters, you definitely do care for the side characters in Skyrim. Even it doesn't matter how big or small they are. They're your companion and they're going with you on a quest. You feel for those side characters because you really do talk deeply to them, adding to that mystery in the game. Every character could literally be a main character, and that's what Starfield has to nail. If they can nail this they will have an innate ability to really bring this game together and do some amazing things they weren't able to do previously. So I'm hoping that they can pull this in and make something really cool. They have a lot of ancient history in Star Skyrim and that can really bring this through. Skyrim has that history. It has that lore. It has deep books. There's books in this game. You can literally go in there and read books. I'd like to see the same for Starfield, if they can go in there and create that lore and that deep history, it will do a lot for this game and create a lot of intrigue. There's a lot of intrigue in this game, and, and there's almost stuff in the shadows that add to the element of this game that make it even deeper than what we thought we could possibly get. So it's interesting to see all that stuff come together, and that intrigue keeps you playing the story. You want to know what's going to happen. You want to know where you're going. If Starfield can nail that, it's going to be something major. They build up to a major ending. Starfield should be expected to build up to such an ending. And the story is going to be Starfield-like. They have to have something that keeps people playing. If people get bored with the story, the game's over. Skyrim, you played it that first time. You wanted to keep playing for like 100 hours. The same has to be there. And the guards were also very funny in Skyrim, like you wanted to see what those guards were doing, what they, how funny they were. And it's just something that add a little funny element. Like I took an arrow in the knee. I was a soldier once or whatever that statement is. That was one of the statements that really added some funniness to the game and really brought the game to light. It's a deep fantasy. Like you can see the conversation trees and it goes deep into every little history, every little crack and detail. Nick and Cranny was what Skyrim did. And that's what you have to do. Starfield has got to have the same level of deepness that we see. And it will make a major difference in this game. The companions can be hired. You really care for the companions, but you can hire companions if you need some help on a mission. This can help on higher difficulties. We'll see if the artificial intelligence is good for those companions and what they're trying to do. But I think it will be something that they should have in Starfield that can help. Hidden guilds are all over Skyrim. You find guilds all the time. Hidden like areas that... Go a little bit deeper than what you expected i'm hoping starfield also has these hidden guilds or an overreaching guild much like what skyrim had that added to the story and made it even deeper the, and you'll gain powers from those guilds potentially if you find out or level up in those guilds and get top level you can have powers such as like you had shouts in skyrim if you go in and you do things like that so that can be something that can add to the elements of this game and make it the story really take off as you gain powers as you go through those guilds there's good voiceovers in skyrim that's one thing that really set this game apart is the voiceovers were well done and you knew you were getting a quality experience with skyrim from every conversation and if starfield nails this it will be something that adds to the lore adds to a lot of it and there's also mysterious areas that made you want to keep exploring skyrim like there's a lot of areas, not even on the main quest line, you can go explore. Not even on the side quest line, you can go explore. And that's what they really have to do to give you that search explorability. You care about the faction because you go so deep with the faction. I think most factions, you'd have a 10-hour side quest with those factions. That really added an element. Like, that's a long time. 10-hour side quest is a long time. And being able to do that with those conversation trees that we have in this game is really cool. Like... You learn so much, and you could dig deeper and read books on those factions. So I think that's something that was really cool. You'd gain skills if you read a book on the faction. We'll see how they can integrate that into Starfield. But there's little things like that 
those small details made it so good. Something similar to Dragons in Starfield would be really neat and could add an extra element to the game to make you want to continue the story. So maybe you take down something similar to a dragon and alien or some overreaching theme that's going to destroy the universe, such as the Reapers and Mass Effect. Exploring is relaxing this game. And I think that's the main thing. It has to be relaxing. People are going to pay, play something for hundreds of hours. Red Dead Redemption did this, but Skyrim did it very well. So I'm hoping that it's just relaxing just to explore space and see the planets that are going to be in Starfield. And if they do this well too, it's going to be something that really adds to this game a lot because who doesn't want to relax? There's some crazy missions. I would expect the same in Starfield. And this one mission, you got to get this guy starts like distracting everyone and you get the prisoner. That's what they need. Like they need some funny missions like this that are crazy and really cool and really take the game to the next level the interesting guilds really made this game great too skyrim had interesting guilds that really led to you wanting to explore different things within the game hermits yes a hermit out in space something like that who knows a lot of lore like the guy in skyrim would be really cool um so i think they could do something there that would be really cool so some main character is actually a hermit he's been a hermit his whole life comes back and uh saves the world because he has so much knowledge or arcane knowledge that not a lot of people really know about. The political intrigue is there, like Game of Thrones, Lord of the Rings. He really had a Lord of the Rings vibe in Skyrim, so I'm hoping that the intrigue is there from a sci-fi element. I could see it being similar to Dune almost. Dune is a movie series that had political intrigue. So a lot of deep history, incredible lore in Skyrim with political intrigue combined can bring uh, this to Starfield, and that will really bring it to a level that we can see here with the magic abilities and everything there and deep history combined with all this stuff can create a really good lore that we saw in Skyrim and bringing it on over to Starfield is just going to make it that much better. There's also lots of stairs in Skyrim and it's almost to the point where it's absolutely funny, but if you've ever noticed Skyrim has a ton of stairs because you've got to climb the mountains. So that's something that they could add to Starfield just as a funny joke i think it'd be just a funny joke in starfield about that would be cool like climb the mountain to be the dova king would just be a funny easter egg they could add to this and create some iconic moments we all know skyrim had iconic moments and really set it apart and many of them are internet uh gifs or memes so i think there's a lot of stuff to that uh, with skyrim and maybe starfield will have its own iconic moments so they have to nail those moments if it's going to be successful Constellation is a faction which will have major impact on Starfield as a whole. It most likely is the main faction. If we were to look at factions for a game, this is definitely the one. The one that will have dramatic impact on the campaign's events. Constellation is a mix between Indiana Jones and a whole bunch of sci-fi elements all coming into one to create an adventurous faction like we haven't seen in gaming. A lot of times it's not safe to bring in a lot of different factions into a particular game. And by factions, I mean a lot of different genres are really getting rolled into this one faction of Constellation. The faction is similar to say, Indiana Jones meeting NASA, according to an article written by The Telegraph. In a way, it seems to be built similar to, say, Assassin's Creed and kind of the mystery behind everything that's going on. 
constellation faction similar to this, yet they have a professional feel to them. They are kind of like NASA in that regard when it comes to space exploration. We don't really know what they're searching for in this game. We don't know what artifact they're trying to find, what is the mystery that they're trying to solve, but most likely it's similar to the apple in Assassin's Creed. Something major. And it seems to be regarding humanity's origins, which would be similar to the apple in Assassin's Creed. So it seems like they are bringing in a ton of different genres to kind of bring this story together. Now we don't know the entire details, but it seems like there's definitely going to be a focal point with the Constellation Fraction and what they're trying to accomplish that's going to require them to maybe bend the rules just a tad but professionally in a space exploration type of way. This is not necessarily a bad thing, but can lead to a very interesting story when combined with the other factions. Atlantis is the home planet for the Constellation faction, and this is gonna bring a lot of dynamic. This appears to be the main planet in the game, although this could potentially be wrong. The main robot of Starfield is actually Vasco, and Vasco is part of the Constellation faction. So we would assume that this is the main faction. That's why we're going down this route logically of why Constellation is the main faction in the game. I think when it comes to Constellation, it's an exciting thing. It's similar to Star Trek and being able to go into Starfleet. You're going to travel the universe. It seems though that Constellation has a little bit of twang to it. It's a little bit more adventurous. Maybe the rules are a little more lax just to make the game a little bit more entertaining. And there's nothing wrong with that. So as we travel through the game with Vasco, our robot companion, with Constellation, as most likely the faction will be part of, It'll provide some fun experiences. In fact, you can join the faction right now. And I can't believe this is actually true. If you go to Bethesda's website for this game, you can actually go on there and join. So make sure you go and join. I think you just have to have a Bethesda account in order to join on the official website. So in Starfield, you can actually be part of this right away, which is another reason why this is the main faction most likely for the game because Bethesda has a pre-site for the actual faction. Let's talk about Starfield not coming to the PlayStation. Is that a good thing? Will it cause them to fail? Will it cause them to go bankrupt? There's so many things that could go wrong on Xbox's side by not having this on the PlayStation. The, it is numerous. There is so many financial consequences that could happen to Xbox because it's not on the PlayStation. They're potentially losing out on a huge market. Most companies want to expand their market. When you're too big to fail, you don't expand your market, basically. So they're niching down, as they like to say in business. Niching down is something that you do as a business to specialize. So they're optimizing. They're optimizing for the Xbox Series X. They're optimizing for the Xbox Series S because they know they were going to have some issues with releasing this game, most likely with the Xbox Series S not being as powerful. So they're definitely going to have to work on optimization. The plus side, they have the PC. The PC is going to allow them to basically still reach another audience. And I'm going to tell you why here shortly. The PC has a lot of users. Not everybody has a good PC. Not everybody has the highest performing PC. 
Yet Microsoft is pushing this game out along with Xbox Game Pass. We can assume it's potentially a free release. It may not be a free release on Xbox Game Pass, but we can assume based on past releases that this most likely will be a free release. So with that in mind, and it not being on PlayStation, it's going to allow for ultra optimization on PC. And then they're gonna be able to little downgrade it a little bit for Xbox Series X and S and really keep the optimization in-house with everything that Microsoft owns. There is a huge advantage to being able to do this. Bethesda is an experienced developer. This is not their first game. They've gone through some pitfalls before, such as Fallout 76 having a bad launch. Fallout New Vegas had a bad launch. So they know that they've had bad launches before, but I think failure is not necessarily a bad thing, and that can help them even more because they don't want to fail on this one. This is the big release. This is their passion project. This is their intellectual property that they've wanted to release for a very long time. This is something Bethesda's wanted to do for a long time. They're going to do their absolute best to get this out. Everything coming from the execs at Microsoft to Bethesda is saying that this game is going to be the best game ever, that they're pouring their heart and soul into this, and I think we can agree. And because it's only being made for one system, Xbox Series X and S, we'll just say they're Xbox, they will have an advantage to optimize this game to make it a good release. And they want to release. It's in their interest to release this game well. If they're chasing their tails trying to release on multiple systems, it's only going to hurt them. And that's not where they want to be from that perspective. So from a business standpoint, it may actually be better to not spread your market share and release on PlayStation, Xbox, and all that jazz, but to keep it with in-house with an Xbox, and that's a decision that Microsoft has made, because I'm pretty sure Microsoft made that decision when they bought it. It wasn't Bethesda's decision. It wasn't anyone else's decision. It was Microsoft's decision, and that's what we really have to think about here when it comes to the release of this sci-fi fantasy that we're going to get that is going to take our breath away, much like Star Wars. But when you make a movie, all you have to do is make a movie. There is an established medium for making movies. Sure, you have different video editors, but in the end, you're making a movie. Well, there is an advantage to just having one medium to make in. The problem with different things is it causes issues. We all know between PlayStation, Xbox, sure, they're both made on PC. The games are, but there are compatibility issues that they have to resolve to release that. And that could result in that poor release. So you're not dealing with those same compatibility issues. And that is a potentially good thing for Xbox. Sure, they're missing out on that market share, but they have a little secret trick up their sleeve to be able to release this game without any issues. And it's called Xbox Game Pass. They're gonna be able to sell more Xboxes because of this game. And I think that's their end goal. They wanna be able to sell more Xboxes. Wouldn't you wanna be able to sell more Xboxes if you were Microsoft and Bethesda? So in the end, that is their goal. If they can do that, they will then make more money. So it's not just the game they're trying to sell. They're also trying to sell those Xboxes. And it is something that will cause people to go to Xbox, which will end up making Microsoft more money and PlayStation less money. Pulling over users from PlayStation over to Microsoft is a big deal. So from a business perspective, it makes sense for them to keep this in-house, optimize it as much as possible, have a good release, and do all that stuff. But there's even deeper secret sauce here, guys. There's a secret sauce that they have that no one else has. It is Xbox Game Pass. And it is 
potentially releasing this game for free as long as you have that subscription. I mean, free is relative, right? You're still paying your monthly subscription of $15 a month, but free of uh, being able to release this. So that's going to bring people over. And if they can release this free, they're like, oh, well, that's $70. I don't have to pay since games are now $70, not $60. Well, the people are going to be like, okay, well, $15 a month, let's, let's buy an Xbox. And that will be the exact thought process that will go through people's mind when they're really thinking about picking up Starfield and Xbox. So maybe they get an Xbox Series S and Starfield. They don't take the plunge for the Xbox Series X. If they're already on PC, they're already winning, right? So they're not losing there. So what if you don't have a PC that can run this? What if you can get an Xbox? Well, Xbox has Xbox Game Pass, and they can stream it through the cloud. If you really want to play this and maybe you don't have the best hardware, maybe you have a good internet and you can play this through your phone or you can play it to the cloud and it's getting better and better over time the cloud services are everywhere we see them everywhere and they'll probably potentially release this on other things like google stadia amazon luna we're not sure about that but most likely it's just going to be on xbox game pass is free and that's going to be an advantage and not on playstation now unless they make a deal with playstation or potentially stream it over there just to get the game over there playstation may try to do that but i don't think we can see that happening i think the cards are on the table for this to be pretty straightforward Xbox is going to rein this in as much as they can and they're going to milk this as much as they can because there is a lot on this release and if they don't get a good release here they're going to be feeling it's big time so this could crash everything for Xbox Game Pass or it can save Xbox Game Pass they've got to bring in those users at the $15 a month price point or it's going to hurt them and that's why they have to pull this off from that perspective so Bethesda xbox it's in their interest not to have this with playstation long term they want to take all that business away from playstation all those gamers away from playstation and do it to the best of their knowledge and i think they have it down right now i think they're doing the right things but halo did infinite didn't do it for them halo did not is not a game that's going to bring everybody over halo is more niche yeah people like halo but it's not a game that's going to bring everybody over a bethesda game though like fallout and other games, such as Skyrim, the Elder Scrolls, are going to cause people to jump over, without a doubt, to the Xbox. And that, in the end, guys, they want to push that hardware so they can get people in their ecosystem. And once they get people in the ecosystem, you know how fan people are. You have people who are PlayStation fans. You have people who are Xbox fans. I used to be a diehard PlayStation fan, and ironically, Xbox actually got me to jump ship. The Xbox Game Pass got me to jump ship, and I was pretty much in the PlayStation ecosystem only. And that is how powerful it is for someone to switch, for someone to leave something like that, that they've already been in. They've been in that ecosystem for a long time, and that is a really hard thing to get people to do. So if they do that, that's a huge, huge advantage from that perspective. So if they can pull people that way, they can pull people out of that ecosystem and get people over, that will burn the bridge with PlayStation. So there is that idea of loyalty here that they're trying to get away from PlayStation. And that's why they're not going to release this at all on PlayStation. And the loyalty card is probably the most important. But the low price of Xbox Game Pass combined with Xbox pouring tons of money into this game, knowing they're going to sell a lot of copies, even though they're giving it away, basically on Xbox Game Pass, but they're going to get new subscriptions, so they're going to balance that cost out. They're primed to create 
one of the best games ever because it's optimized to be that way. Everything's been optimized. Like I was talking before, the system's not only optimized, everything's optimized here for Microsoft and Bethesda to have success with Starfield. And that is exactly where we are at with this game. Let me know what you guys think in the comments. I'm curious, do you think it's good that Xbox moved from PlayStation, took the game away from PlayStation fans? I mean, I wanna hear some PlayStation people potentially. I wanna hear some Xbox people. Why is it a good thing, a bad thing? What do you guys think? Should Microsoft have done this? Isn't it ruining gaming by separating systems again? There's a lot on the line here. And I think it'll be interesting to see what actually happens with Starfield. But I'm excited to see this game come out because I'm already in the Xbox ecosystem. Let's take a look at what Starfield would look like with an AI generating artistic paintings. This is like 70 paintings from the app Wonder. It's an artificial intelligence app. And as you can see, it really nails the Starfield feel that you would see in this game. It is eerie and amazing. I almost feel like this AI is self-aware. Here we have like a mushroom cloud over a planet and then we have a deep space area with a star here. Just look at that color palette it's able to pull. Absolutely astounding what we're seeing here from an artificial intelligence perspective. It actually makes me think that like AI could be self-aware at this point. That looks like a metal planet back there. Here's kind of a, just a deeper look at like the star field, some, and these facial paintings really give the feel of Starfield. You can see the stars in the background with a character and you really feel that it's deep. Like this is deep stuff, guys. Here we have a character. I like the sun that they that was chosen there. And then we have the cloth with the sun in the background. These clothes are what we could potentially get in Starfield and is a good idea of what we could get. I like that kind of cyberpunk look. And then here's kind of just a different art style. It's more bleak, but it has a sci-fi look to it. And these types of things right here, you can kind of see the world and how it's looked. And that looks like a machine planet almost right there or a futuristic city. And this, this color palette is really a big fan of this one. It definitely, I think, is my favorite because it has that Starfield feel to it. As we can see, it's like a planet with a mountain and a whole bunch of other stuff around here. Here's kind of a more mythology of the Starfield type situation. You can see here, and it starts getting a little bit deeper. And this AI really goes in deep from this perspective. This looks like a world with some building off in the distance and you have to go travel over there. It even looked like a person. Like there's a lot of interpretations to this artificial intelligence artwork. And this is the app wonder guys. So taking a look here, that looks very Starfieldish right there. That's nailing it perfectly. And I stayed on this art style for a little while because it looks so Starfieldish, or at least like a game almost you can make from this. This is like a machine world. You can kind of see with like mushroom type machines popping out of the rocks. Here we have like a sunset What with, with more going on than there's just that. And then here, this looks almost like a fallout with the different objects flying around. It looks like a Death Star off in the distance. And then here we have almost that fallout feel. This could be a Starfield area, so you never know with different suns. Here's a more Starfield deep look at it that takes even deeper encounters. So as you can see, Wonders bring this in. This looks like almost a computer eye similar to cyberpunk looks very cool i wanted to show this twice because that's how cool it looks 
uh, this AI is generating these images incredibly well. And this really gives you the feel for what Starfield can look like and what the development team could put together from a educational and reaction perspective, because that's all this video is about. And we see right here, there's just more pulling it through that we see more stars and even more stars. Like this looks like a planet being attacked by some laser thing off the distance. These look like just like a stars extra bright that are really glowing in the clouds. This is a, a punk type of steampunk look. I like these spaceships that these come up. These are some of the best spaceships I've seen. I'm not sure if a modder will be able to make this type of stuff in Starfield or if this could be as part of Starfield, but this steampunk look looks next level and next gen. Here's a ton of steampunk spaceships that this artificial intelligence is generating. Um, guys, if you don't think this AI is self-aware, and I know it doesn't work like that, but dang, it looks pretty good to be honest with you with this steampunk look and what we're getting right here for the feel of Starfield. Um, I think this is more of a watercolor look, but still has a nice, something you could hang on your wall potentially and do some other things like there. Here we got some planets off in the distance and some other things. Right here we see a planet and almost the speed of light. What do you feel like to kind of zoom out of there? There's a whole bunch of planets, literally a cluster. I don't know how many planets are in that. Maybe you guys can tell, but it just has a ton of stuff going on in that picture so the wonder app is generating this guys and i'm just amazed at just the feel and the wonder there's like a spaceship out there this is a really cool one it's like a, over a gas giant it seems like and it's flying around i could there's a lot to that picture too and then we have here planets and there's even a line of ships down there this is like a really good one with ships and an exploding star or something like that and it's getting away here it has, looks like a space station in the future over a planet. It's definitely next gen. There is no doubt about that. So I'm really amazed by the Wonder app and what it's doing right here. This almost looks like a Star Trek-y type moment where you're going over a planet and there's some things going on. These spaceships just like they're long lost in the stars. What an incredible concept there. And this is amazing. I, I'm just at, I'm all struck by that one. These are some really good ones, a planet over another planet. I am just, I'm at a loss here with these AI generations. This is like a, a corona of the sun and the galaxy off the distance. You can just see the star field. This really feels like star field and what you'll get and that feeling of exploration. Here we have a grass and some major stuff right there. This, this is literally a field of a lot of stuff here. So just amazing what they're able to get right here with all this stuff. This is just a ton of stuff. And I am amazed at what we're seeing, guys. So here we go deeper. We're seeing a ton of stuff just pull through right here. And this is kind of a comical look to Starfield. And it has a nice look to it and really goes deep into what they're trying to do and i just like it so much here we live a very cool group or even armor sets you could have in starfield i'm just using the prompt starfield game guys if you guys want to try that in the wonder app but here we go that looks like a creepy ship really good view of planets and maybe an explosion off in the distance on a planet these are more watercolor right here so I don't think these look as nice, but I thought I'd just throw those in there just to show like the art style that Wonder can pull off 
from an artificial intelligence standpoint with the watercolors. This is a neat view over a planet. It kind of shows two planets and then a star over there, kind of more abstract. This is just a cool area of the universe. It almost looks like a nebula with planets and stuff out there. Here's just looks like a 1970s textbook photo of space. Someone drew it. It looks amazing with the constellations. I really like this comic book look. This is what that's what it is with a spaceship out there. And that looks amazing, guys. Just the it's like a rainbow in space, basically. And then finally we have this right here. And this is just just a, like so cool. Like a traveling on Zelda and stuff. Will Starfield have spacecraft in it from real life, such as Mars rovers, past spacecraft that are maybe stuck on the moon, like the driving around vehicles they drove around on Mars and other things. And we've actually had some confirmation from the developers that we will have spacecraft from real life that are in this game. And I think that's really cool because having that space history in there as you're traveling the stars and doing things like that, is really going to add that extra element because there's going to be things that we want to see in space. There's going to be things in this game that are exploratory. There's things in this game that are just absolutely amazing. And being able to see a lot of things that are from real life, I think will add to the nostalgia of this game. So for instance, if you've had the Mars rovers on there, even like going to Venus and seeing maybe a, a burnt up rover, if there was anything on Venus at all because of the high heat, would be really cool. Just these little things or being able to like travel through space have a few missions where you go and you see some past objects or things in space that were human-made that we've had in our history of exploration in space. And I think that would be such a new thing, whether that's like the International Space Station or anything. I think for sure having something on Mars would be a good thing, having a Mars rover mission. Maybe you go find a Mars rover or even like a satellite out in space going and finding a satellite like the Voyager probes that are out there in space going and getting those that would be a really cool mission if you went out there and got those voyager probes and i think also having a ton of things within this game that are like that that show space history and even having a small narration point to help people kind of learn more about space and the exploration of space would be really cool especially like a moon mission and you like to get to tour the apollo landing sites wouldn't that be neat, guys? So I'm hoping that they, they could even add this in later. It doesn't have to be something that's added in there in the beginning. Almost like a tour of space and where we've been would be really neat, much like what the Assassin's Creed series does with their discovery tours where you're able to go see the history of a certain place. We'll do the same with Starfield, but do it like space exploration, space tours. And I think that would be very Interesting and it can also educate people about going to space because I think there is hope for this game to like possibly send people to space and give us the want to go into space and explore and do things in the universe we didn't think were possible. And there's this vast area of space and we are always been explorers and just being able to teach that more would be a very good concept. And having those things in the game will just add to the game itself. Even being able to go up to these spacecraft and fix them and do things, just small missions like that, maybe bring one back alive. There's a hidden message on the Voyager probes and we need to get that. Or maybe it's in risk of blowing up and being destroyed. Well, you can go there and re go there and do something really cool like that. And going through the history of space and all those objects we have in space, and there's a lot on the moon 
for instance, there's a lot on Mars, and even going out even deeper into space and finding those other things like the Voyager, just little callbacks like that will add so much to this game. And there could be even like a short time travel mission where you go back to like when the Apollo missions were and you see the astronauts for a few moments as they're hopping on the moon. That would be a really neat mission if they could have like a time travel. And Bethesda games are not entirely out of the water for doing innovative things like that that could really bring this forth. Even references to pop culture, it doesn't necessarily have to be real space stuff like the Millennium Falcon or anything like that. Star Trek would really be a neat thing as Easter eggs could be all throughout this and i have a video on the easter eggs that i'd like to see in this or just some that could be in this if you guys want to check it out but there's just so much that's incredibly deep in starfield and the potential of teaching history because not all games are just like okay yeah you're playing the game some of you want to actually learn some things while you're playing and i think that will uh, help people who want to eventually become astronauts go into space and do even more things in the future because as future time goes on the future will change and eventually we may want to go into space more and just having those things to be learned about our history and where we've been will also help where we're going in the future and if starfield can hit on those topics that we don't even you may not be thinking about when you're playing starfield but if you come across a past past spaceship that's been in space that's going to be a cool moment that's just going to be something really neat that adds to the lore of the game and that you're in the same universe. And the executives have actually said, or I think I've one of the, somebody, the main guy said that they're trying to look into putting this stuff in the game. So I'm hoping it is in the game. Starfield will be twice the size of any other Bethesda game ever made. To put this in perspective, Elder Scrolls Blade literally had no size because it was a mobile game. Kicking aside the games that really had no size, the next one was Morrowind. It was about 16 kilometers wide. Skyrim, in comparison, was over 37 kilometers wide. Surprisingly, Oblivion was actually bigger with over 41 kilometers. Then, of course, Elder Scrolls Online was 400 kilometers. Now, you can kick out a lot of gameplay with Elder Scrolls Online with that much space. Arena was over 9 million kilometers, so it's going to be a big set for Starfield. But given that Arena is more of an arena-based game, that's not really valid. If you want to go back to Elder Scrolls Classic Era, Elder Scrolls II Daggerfall was over 161,000 kilometers. To put this in perspective, that means it has to really really be a big game in order to get this way bigger than Skyrim and that is actually saying something tremendous. To make a game bigger than Skyrim, bigger than Elder Scrolls Online, is truly going to be a technical feat. Now a space game you can travel a lot faster because you're going to be on a spaceship so I'm not sure if these numbers are inflated just because you're in space for obvious reasons. You're obviously not going to be traveling on a horse for instance. That's something that you're probably not going to do in this game or you're not going to get anywhere. You're going to be traveling at the speed of light which is just going to make the map larger. Is it really bigger? Well, we'll have to see. The reality is with space, you can really just smudge these numbers big time when it comes to size. While I do think it is going to be bigger than Skyrim, I'm not sure on the travel features if it's going to reach, say, some of the really big games like Elder Scrolls Online because of the ship traveling and fast traveling. 
However, if you factor in fast traveling in the Elder Scrolls series and Skyrim and games like that, that would cut down on that. So maybe that's not that big of a deal, but there's tends to be wide open spaces in space, hence the name space. So I'm not really sure exactly what this really means from that perspective, but it does mean that we're gonna have a huge world that will be very large. Whether or not the space is as large as we think it's going to be, that's the difference. Now there is gonna be over 1,000 planets in this game, so that's just gonna be a lot of traveling in general. So if you factored that in, there's gonna be a lot of traveling. Let's say each planet has about 50 kilometers. Well, that can add up very quickly over the course of time. Now, a lot of that could be wasted space, but it still is a large game in general, just the fact that you're going to a thousand planets. So from that perspective, it is gonna be a freaking big game and most likely will be the biggest game ever just because it's a space game and because of all the planets included. Starfield, the new game coming out, is going to be deeply philosophical. There's going to be a lot of things. I've seen a lot of messages as of late with this game and how it's going to be so philosophical in regards to the universe, our place in it, where we're going, and where we want to be. And I think that's a really good thing, especially in an RPG this big. An RPG that's going to have monsters like this coming at you, you're going to have to have some philosophy on how to survive space. You're going to have some philosophy on where our place is in the universe. And I think there is an overarch here like maybe it could be what happens in the future when we could have distant remote research labs that have no oversight whatsoever on long lost planets you're gonna have to have some philosophy there like we're gonna have to figure this out in the future and i do think this could happen we're gonna have to have moments where we're gonna have to think about philosophy and i think there is going to be an overreaching message in this game about humanity's future and how we need to learn to get along with each other and i'm i'm really excited to see what the philosophical idea is within this game where they want to take it but i think space we're going to have to figure out some things if we're going to go to space if we're going to get along if we're going to stop these pointless wars against each other there needs to be an overreaching message regarding our place in the universe and yeah there could be a central point in this story that talks about our place in the universe potentially and i think that's what i'm really excited about just kind of finding the end of the story and all that other stuff. It's 25 years in the making. They've been wanting to make this for a long time, guys. This is not something Bethesda has just wanted to make off a whim. They've been wanting to make this game for a very long time. And that is the exciting thing about this. That's why it's so exciting that we're going to get this game that's absolutely amazing. That's absolutely just breathtaking. And the philosophy that we're going to find, like here's a moment right here where things are floating around. That's almost a philosophical area. And it seems like right there where that thing fires there's philosophy going on and it's just not going to be about space pirates there's going to be a deeper overreaching message as you explore planets where you find yourself and i think you're going to find yourself just by exploring planets and relaxing and enjoying it and see right here this moment we see that giant spear that comes up i think there's a bigger thing here a bigger maybe it's an ancient alien race similar to mass effect and some other things maybe it's something deeper like getting to the center of the galaxy but there's definitely going to be an overreaching theme something that's going to be driving you to want to finish this game and that's why i'm so excited about the space travel and being able to travel to the universe in starfield and go through expanses like you see with this spacecraft and i don't think we've had something since star trek so i'm hoping that we have a bigger message like from the makers of skyrim and fallout 4 and all these other games it's just absolutely exciting to see this all come together so that we can have 
a philosophy here, a philosophical concept. I'm hoping we'll discuss space more and where we're going and where our future's going, much like other franchises have done in the past, like sci-fi franchises such as Star Trek. So I'm really excited to see where this goes, where our place in the universe is. Hopefully they try to hammer that down. That data's wrong, guys. They pushed it back. But I just want to say, we are going to get a philosophical game. I've seen that from multiple sources. They're all saying this is a very philosophical-natured game, and it should be an exciting experience where we really, really get something incredibly deep. And that's what I'm most excited about. And Fallout games are always deep. Skyrim was a deep game. Very philosophical in Skyrim where you just sit there and you talk to the dragon, it seems like, for 30 minutes in Skyrim at one point. And I think that's what we're going to get. We're going to get that similar experience of deepness and thought and conversations about the universe and where we're going, where we want to be. And that's why I'm so excited because I know they're going to do this. They've said they're going to do it, and that's exciting times. So it's exciting times as you go around and explore the universe and you go to a place called New Atlantis. You, you look around and you see Alpha Centauri, the, one of the closest places. Then you see other things like new planets. And they may even have real planets that have actually been discovered. That's pretty cool too. And they're going to have spacecraft, I've heard, from real life. Like maybe it's the Mars rover, who knows. Maybe it's it's... It's other things like the Hubble telescope or even other th- satellites out in space. But I'm excited to see all this stuff, or maybe even the moon rover. But the philosophical nature of this game is really going to lead to a next level in our place in the universe as humanity as we go into the stars. And I hope they have an overreaching message like other sci-fi franchises have had, like Star Trek in the past. Should Starfield be built in another graphics engine such as Unreal Engine 5, which has showcased its ability as being a next-generation engine? Starfield's graphic engine is a second generation of an engine that built Skyrim, Fallout 4, and a couple other Bethesda games. So why would they stay with this engine and just upgrade it to a second generation of the engine? Well, the Starfield development team has used this engine for a very long time time this is not the first time they've used this engine they have the ability to obviously go in there and update the engine to the second generation of the engine and i think that's a very good thing if you're a development team if you've been working with something for a while it's a lot easier if you've developed it for a long time you have more experience and you can do a lot more with the engine sometimes knowing how to use something is a lot better than not knowing the ins and outs of unreal engine for instance for unreal engine 5 nintendo knows all the ins and outs but the Starfield team would be starting off with a new engine and would have a lot of trouble. Secondly, they have a friendly relationship with the modding community. It's, everyone knows it's a lot easier to mod in the engine that Starfield is being built upon. And that actually does matter. And it's a creation engine too. Now, they originally had all the modders on creation engine 1, of course, with Skyrim, Fallout 4, and the other games, but Creation Engine 2 is the next generation of that, and we can expect the modding community to still have support, and even the development team of Starfield has said the modding community will have support. Number three, they know how it works. Like that's, I want to reiterate this point, that they know how this engine works, and that's all that really matters. If you know something, it's a lot easier. Number four, they know how it works to increase performance. It's pretty tough to make a game come together And we've seen games like Cyberpunk have a lot of technical issues. We've also seen other games recently come out that have had a lot of issues. And no, Bethesda's not perfect with this. They've released bad games like Fallout Vegas, but that was a long time ago. Fallout 76 had some issues, but that was an MMO. So I think they can pull this off 
because they had the experience and they've had the issues already with this engine, they know how it works, they know how to increase performance, they know how to get past those technical issues. Unreal Engine 5 would have to be learned, and I think that's something that a lot of people don't think about. Number five, it has to be learned. Like, and they don't have time to do that. They've got to develop a huge game here, guys, despite what people think that they should jump to another engine and make the game look better. I don't think that's necessarily true. Number six, they would have to pay royalty fees to whoever that graphic engine is. Unreal has its own royalty system, past a million dollars. You've got to pay Epic, basically, and they already make a lot of money off Fortnite, if you can imagine that. So, and Fall Guys now, so they're not going to really want to cough up that money, if you know what I mean, when they already have an in-house engine. There are previous games made in Creation Engine 2, or Creation Engine 1, by Bethesda. So that's one of the main points, is if there's previous games, you don't want to jump into that and just totally like get rid of those assets. They have a ton of assets you've built up over time, and that really is a competitive advantage when it comes right down to it. And then number eight, they're going to have faster development. I mean, that faster development really does matter when it comes to creating a game. You want to be able to create something faster, and I think it really would slow down. We've seen this with Halo Infinite, how it slowed down. We've seen this with other games who have tried to jump into engines they don't know anything about, and the development just slows down. They barely even get the release of the game ever out there. Number nine, they can solve tech issues faster. If there's an issue when they release this, they can definitely get it updated and get it going much Unlike what we've seen with Cyberpunk 2077, well, they're going to be able to go in there and update that because this is their engine. They've worked with it for a very long time. It's in-house, and they can go in there and do those tricks, and this is not their first game on this engine either, even though it is the second version of it. And they number nine, they can... Or number 10, sorry, guys. Number 10, it looks like a Bethesda game. It has a unique artwork to it. It has a unique style, and I think that's the thing about Bethesda games is they do have a unique style to them, and that's what sets them apart. And some people may not like the Bethesda graphics, and I understand that. They may like Unreal Engine 5 graphics, which a lot of new games are being built upon. But with that said, it's in Bethesda's interest to have games that look like Bethesda games, and there is a competitive advantage to this. They've also wanted this game to look like Starfield. They want someone to be able to look at this game and say, hey, that's Starfield. And that's something that they're trying to do. And I have another video that kind of discusses that. So definitely check out the videos on the channel about Starfield. And finally, guys, Starfield Devs you have used the engine before. That's number one. Number two, friendly relationship with modding community. Number three, they know how it works. They know how it works to increase performance. Number five, Unreal Engine 5 would have to be learned. Number six, it would have to pay royalty fees. Number seven, previous games made in this engine are definitely helpful. That's going to give them faster development. They can solve tech issues faster. And it looks like a Bethesda game. Hey, Starfield is going to be a game about discovery and exploration. Starfield could also be much bigger. It could be something that teaches people more about space. And I think that is something that's really big about this game. and has the potential to influence an entire generation. Starfield should have a discovery tour throughout the game where you can visit planets with a narrator that will teach you about those planets with important facts and cool visuals that Starfield could deliver. It could also be an educational bridge that inspires people to want to go to space. Spacecrafts could be in the solar system, such as on Mars that we have, on the moon. There could be so many different things that could be done with spacecrafts that we sent to space, and it could talk about those spacecrafts and their journey through space in the Discovery Tour. There could be famous stars in a constellation tour also that shows you the night sky and famous constellations that we've seen through time that have helped ships navigate. 
and now you're navigating among the stars and starfield. Space age history could also be explored, such as the space race and the Apollo missions and all the landings on the moon, and you could travel to those locations. Show gaming can be used for education. And I think we've seen this with Discovery Tours and the Assassin's Creed series where they went to Egypt, Greece, and then the Vikings with Assassin's Creed Valhalla. There were really good educational tours in those games, and they should really model it after those educational tours that we saw in the Assassin's Creed games. That's that little extra addition that helps it be educational that they could do with Starfield very easily. I would also like to see a mod, if possible, if the development team for Starfield doesn't have time for this. It'd be cool to see a mod, so if you are a modder out there who can do this, that'd be totally awesome. I would totally check out your tour on your channel. Also, it'll spark more interest in space. And space is the final frontier, as they say in Star Trek. And I think just being able to explore space and explore the stars in this way will just inspire people. And that educational knowledge is going to want people to build rockets and go to space and, and the moon and Mars and so on. You could also do a gas giant exploration. There's not a lot of stuff on the gas giants. It'd be cool if you could just go to all the moons of the gas giants and have a little thing about that. I think that'd be a really cool discovery tour because there's are tons of moons and not a lot of people say a lot about those moons. And I think just something that went through the moons of these gas giants would just be a really cool addition that not a lot of people could think about. And as you're able to tour these planets, tour Mars, the Apollo programs, you could also add satellites to this tour, visiting satellites such as, as the Hubble Space Telescope or even satellites that are further off in space. This could be such an incredible opportunity to be able to explore these things and where we've been, where we've sent. We've sent satellites to Venus. We've sent satellites to Mars. We've sent satellites across our Earth. We could show how many satellites are actually across the Earth, near the Earth, and people would be amazed at how much as we actually do have in space. So there's a new, unique opportunity to really educate people on space with Starfield, and I'm really hoping that we can get to that point where people will want to learn more about it. And no, not everybody's going to want to learn more about space. They're just going to be like, I want to play Starfield. This can be an additional option for Starfield. Um, additional kind of menu option. If you want to do it, you can do the educational tour for Starfield. Additionally, a physics engine within Starfield that kind of simulated different things in space would be really cool since you're already developing a physics engine for this game. It'd be cool to have almost a playground where you could play with space and the different objects in it and see how gravity works and all that other stuff. And you can use that to kind of teach gravity and other things. While this may be a stretch for Starfield as you're focused on creating a unique RPG experience, this could be something that makes the game even deeper and allows it to be more of an inspiration to people. And I think that's where it's really at. So if you teach people about space, visiting planets with a unique narrator, it will create this educational bridge where we have a whole bunch of stuff here, such as spacecrafts in the solar system, learn about those, learn about famous stars and constellations, some space age history, show gaming can be used for education. Assassin's Creed shows that it can be done and it'll spark more interest in space. In the long run, that'll be amazing. And then you can go out there and tour the Apollo programs, tour Mars, and see so much more in space. And that's really what a discovery tour would do. It would really let Starfield be the one thing that can inspire. I think that's what a space game is all about. That's why it's such a passion project for Bethesda.
Will you need to upgrade your PC for the new Starfield game that's coming out? Will your PC break? Will it explode? Will it fall apart? Let's ask these questions right now because it's getting real, guys. Here are 10 reasons about upgrading your PC for Starfield, whether or not it's going to happen, guys. So the next-gen systems only. There is a little thing here called an Xbox Series S. The Xbox Series S is not that powerful a system, so this is a good sign if you currently have a PC. However, the Xbox Series S is not like the worst system ever because it's still more powerful than the original Xbox generation. So if you got a laptop in the previous generation, it actually may not work if you got around the time of the previous Xbox One. So it really just depends on your timing here. If you got it recently, I think you're going to be okay within the last two years but anything before that it could be questionable whether or not you're going to be running at like the perfect graphics and frames per second that you really want to get the xbox series x though is a very powerful system when it comes to gaming systems super optimized for this and it's really next gen systems only right now so that's something to take into account but this next gen is a little bit different when it comes to xbox because you got two versions you got the s and you got the x they're released both side by side and it definitely has to work on the s so this game's going to have to be built to basically be scalable, which I think from that perspective, that's the way to go. Unreal Engine 5 is very scalable, so I would expect the same with this engine as we've seen with Fallout 4. Skyrim, same engine. It's just a second generation of this engine, so I think it will be able to run. Number two, Windows is highly optimized. So if you play it on PC, Windows is gonna be optimized for the Xbox. Xbox is definitely owned by Microsoft, so they're going to try to make it as good as they can on PC. This is going to help because Bethesda is going to have more tools than they normally would because they're now owned by Microsoft. So this is a huge advantage from that standpoint. They're also not developing for more than one game system, so it's also going to make it better because they're not trying to develop for PlayStation. So that really relieves the development team just to focus on optimizing the Xbox and the PC, which is a lot easier than doing the latter. The game engine is not the best graphics. Okay, I don't want to say this, but number three is probably true. We've seen Skyrim. It wasn't like shocking graphics. We saw Fallout 4. It wasn't like shocking graphics. Even with this engine being the second version, it doesn't look like shocking graphics, but it still looks good. So that's not a bad thing, and it's very moddable, so that's exciting from that perspective. So I think even if the game doesn't come out as having the best graphics, that means it's going to run better on your PC, which is not necessarily a bad thing. And you can always use the mods to kind of upgrade those graphics just like everyone did with Skyrim with thousands of mods. Number four, old gaming, not best graphics. And I kind of went over that, but I want to reiterate that point. Skyrim, Morrowind, Oblivion, all Bethesda games, not the greatest graphics at its time, but definitely were very good games that ran very well and still had good enough graphics to like say, oh, wow, that looks really cool at times. Number five, games are partitioned very well these days. It's not like the old days where you'd have loading screens. They can now literally partition an entire world and then load the world in piece by piece. This is probably the reason why they built the second engine was to get that better piece by piece so they can reduce their loading screens. And it would just make sense from that perspective. So I think that will help. That could be more demanding though, since they're not using loading screens as a buffer. So we'll have to see how that actually works. But in Skyrim, you could still run around the whole world and Fallout 4, you can still run around the whole world. So it's not necessarily a bad thing from that perspective. High-res textures, you don't have to have the highest-res textures, guys, when you play. You don't have to do 8K textures. You can just do your standard 1080p textures, and you're probably just going to be fine with this game. Yeah, you may want to go up to 4K to see if your system can handle it, but you're going to need a pretty beefy graphics card either way. But I think it's still something to look into unless you want to upgrade your graphics card. You could do maybe a minor upgrade to your graphics card to get those 4K textures if you want to go that route to make it look a little bit more next-gen on your PC or gaming laptop. 
So it just depends on what you want to do there. But obviously, it's not as easy to update a laptop with a graphics card. So you may have to buy a desktop. So I think as long as you're not too worried about textures, you're going to be able to run this game just fine. And it's very moddable. So maybe they're going to have a low-res texture pack for you if you really have problems. I could see a modder going in there and making a low-res texture pack just to make it run on a PC that's not as powerful. So this is probably something that would come down the pipeline. So I wouldn't worry too much about it. But... From that perspective, I think you're for sure going to be good with 1080p textures. If you want to get into 4K textures, a little bit beefier system. 8K, you're asking for it, guys, at, at, at that thing. Uh, scalable appears to be the case. So this game is going to be very scalable. Xbox Series X, Xbox Series S, two different systems, two different power levels. You're probably going to play down to the S, which is not very powerful from modern standards so that's where you're about we're going to be at for low graphics is the xbox series s which microsoft likes to say it's still pretty good graphics so it may not even be the lowest graphics at the xbox series s level cloud gaming is an option if you don't have a pc if you can't afford a pc you could just buy xbox game pass and get it on day one it does sound like this game is going to be free on day one so if all else fails you can just play it on xbox game pass sure it may not be the best graphics but at least you're playing it right and you can just plug in an xbox controller and start playing so that's a, that's the option that you can have that can run on any any pc so that is a very good news so that's how it can run on any pc guys Will Starfield have nukes or nuclear bombs like Fallout 4, a previous game that Bethesda made, who is also making Starfield? It would make sense that this is the case for a lot of different reasons. First off, they already have the animations for nuclear bombs. They use this in Fallout 4, Fallout 3, and I think Fallout 2 and 1, they also may have had one in those too. I'm not 100% sure on those, but I know for sure in 3 and 4, they had a nuclear bomb. So they already have the animation built into their system, and that's going to make it a lot easier for them to be able to create an animation in Starfield like this. Now you're going to be going to planets, so it's going to be a little bit more, more open. So there's a lot of opportunity here to launch a nuke off and just blow up a whole bunch of stuff. I think it's possible. At the very least, we're most likely going to get mods that have this in it from Fallout 4, because it's probably going to be a lot easier to move those animations over from Fallout 4 to, say, Starfield. So it makes sense that at least at some point in time, we are going to see this just from the modding community. But I'm curious if the developer is going to put some type of doctor device in this that destroys planets. It takes it one step further that ups the stakes to this game that it could even be part of the story per se. And I think it could make the story even deeper. Star Wars did this with the Death Star. The Death Star came along, destroyed planets, destroyed the rebellion. We could have a similar story arc in this for sure because they already have experience making this animation making this in fallout 4 and 3 why not put it in starfield or at least have a mission where you have to prevent a nuclear or planet-wide doctor device from destroying the planet we saw this in star trek an entire planet was destroyed in one of the star trek movies it's the premise of basically every sci-fi destroying a planet how to prevent the destruction of a planet and this would play along into that and everything's kind of aligned all the stars are aligned in starfield to have a nuclear device in this game that causes massive destruction. I think it would add to the story, and it can also allow us to, store the, to explore the philosophy of nukes and how to prevent them. Much like Fallout 4 and Fallout 3 did, we can do the same here and go a little bit deeper. But I do think there is a good chance that we will get at least something similar to a nuke, whether that's a planet-wide destroyer even, is totally next level. We could potentially get a planet-wide mission where you have to save a planet, and actually one of the thousand planets that they're supposed to have in this game could get completely knocked off the map, which wouldn't be outside the norm. 
I mean, Halo had the Halo rings that would destroy the entire universe. Mass Effect had the ring that would basically destroy the entire universe near the so everything just kind of goes down that line. We had the Reapers and all that other stuff in Mass Effect. There are things that destroy the entire universe basically in all these sci-fi films and it would make sense that this would be something that they could add to the game. Or maybe you get a top level ship, a level 100 ship, you can just go and destroy a planet. That'd be something really next level that would really bring the game to a next gen nuclear attack. I mean, I don't not I don't like nuclear attacks by any means. I don't want to up the stakes or anything like that. But it would definitely be something interesting. Or you could have two like alien species going at it that destroy each other right there with a whole bunch of planets just getting knocked out of the starfield sky and taking it a step further. Or maybe there's even something that destroys a galaxy and you have to move over, much like what happened in, uh, in one game I did play that was recent. You guys may know what that is. I'm not going to give a secret out because I don't want to ruin it for you. But there's some interesting things that go on in these sci-fi games they ask big questions there's always a big device like there's always a world destructor whether it's star wars star trek or any other sci-fi franchise there's always something in these space games that just completely destroys everything that's why it makes sense that starfield would have a nuclear bomb or some device that's even greater than that that could destroy planets and destroy a whole bunch of things in the game and it could be like where you're the top level and you only get this at the top level so it's a big deal if you do get the nuclear device much like fallout so i'm thinking that's the way it could go and i think you could tell a better story this way because it up the stakes up what's going on in the game and you can add to that element of hey maybe they have a mission where do you use the device to destroy a planet or do you not use this device and that can add to the stakes of good and evil in the game even further much like we've seen in past games that are rpgs where they have a paragon or renegade a good and evil character so you can do that both ways and it can be added in interesting scenarios and i don't think it's that big of a deal like if you throw off one planet out of a thousand planets in the game it could add to that story so maybe they'd be willing to give up one planet to do a story mission like this where you go to a planet and you have to save everyone and prevent the device from going off because most missions in sci-fi fantasy or sci-fi games in general are about saving the world and what if you fail or something like that and the device does go off so they can actually have that in the game. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with this, but I, I'm going to take a wild bet that my money is on there being a nuclear device in this game, no doubt. Or a world destroyer in Starfield. It just seems like the way to go since their Fallout history with all this. And it would be almost an Easter egg because the Fallout games. Let's take a look at the character creation system in Starfield. And I think overall we're going to have a lot of customization. It says personal record 8. And you're going to be able to go through heavy, then muscular. And uh, body types. Walk style is even an option in this. And then the employee number is at the bottom. And then we have a toggle tab, a rotate, a finish, and then we're gonna have the traits, background, face, body, and biometric ID. Let's go right back over here. We got select profile. Biometric customers can be changed later by visiting a genetics facility. And I guess that's just stuff you could update further with the face and hair and all that other stuff. So let's go back over here. Body types, so there's gonna have that. So. Just really depends on what your preference is, of course. Then skin tone, walk style is kind of cool, honestly. I don't think I've seen walk style before in a game, so that's a kind of neat feature. And let's just pause on these and take a deeper look. So we have really deep head shapes, hair, hair color, eyes, which overall, I mean, it looks pretty good. Then we have, while the undefined mass is scarfed down chunks by the shift load, you catered those with a more discerning palette in your kitchen. 
countless alien species became true culinary masterpieces. Gastronomy can craft specialty food and drinks and research additional recipes at a research lab. You got dueling. Melee weapons do 10% damage. Immediately gain 10 points of health. And let's move on to the next one. Because we're not going to be able to go to the Beast Hunter, it looks like. Bouncer, Bounty Hunter, they don't have that. We have got Combat Medit. Leave it to humans to fight over something as infinite as outer space. That's where you come in. You've never been afraid to take on the enemy. But you do much rather take care of your friends. We have Pistol Certification. Pistols do 10% more damage. Medicine, Med Packs heal 10% more. Increased total carrying capacity by 10 kilograms weightlifting oh yeah then we have cyber runner from neon to new atlantis the mega corps stand as monuments to power prestige and profits you've worked both for and against them on the side inside and out often sacrificing conscience for credits you get pistol certification 10 percent security you can attempt to hack advanced locks and two auto attempts can be banked persuasion gain an increased chance of success on speech challenges all right and then we have diplomat the wars are over peace now reigns settled systems but only because there are those quietly fighting to keep it because of you agreements were signed words were heated lives were spared starting skills persuasion and then we have diplomacy you can force a target embassy and or below your level to stop fighting for a while then bargaining buy items for five percent less and sell for ten percent more next we will have that's it right there that's all we have with character customization right now but as we can see like this looks really cool i like how these graphics are really coming about and it's pretty exciting stuff honestly so we'll have to see what happens with the customization but we see a lot of different items and equipment that's going to be here and just hey everyone let's take a look at how big a thousand stars actually is in starfield and how big this is it's freaking insane so let's go in here and we're just going to go down and see what it looks like so this is a higher res area of the universe so right here we have galaxies and i don't even know where this is at in the universe this is how big this is but this is maybe a hundred stars i'd say and we'll go back over i'd say this is about a thousand stars potentially so this game is going to be big. And a lot of people say a thousand stars is not enough. It's not big enough. I think a thousand stars is big enough for Starfield. I mean, look at all these stars that we're going through right now. These are real stars, guys. And I just think it's so amazing that we're going to get all these stars. And this is galaxies in the background. So I can see Starfield put the galaxies potentially in the background. Um, different color stars in Starfield would definitely be a cool thing. So we get the hot stars, the 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 blue stars tend to be the newer stars those are really hot stars and have like the red giants and stuff like that and then we could go over here potentially and have uh stars that have a glare effect in the background that'd be really exciting to see a star like this potentially that has a glare effect and let's go back up here to see what else starfield could add for this so this is kind of nebulas so we can see where it gets really deep and the colors that they can try to make in this game to really make this game look good just super exciting stuff and we're going to go down here and just take a look at this thing so they could be adding some nebulas and stuff that you could potentially explore they could hide objects and that would be a really neat mission that they could add to starfield and look at this thing like what the heck is this thing out here this star right here maybe it's just the way they image the actual picture but it has a really cool concept here so if we go back over here wait, let's go check out this thing so we got some stars head over here 
And you could have a star in like an area like this. Thousands of stars are all right here. And that can really show off the power of this system if you use the color effects and the gas stuff for the game Starfield. So let's go even further out. And here we have a cluster of stars. This really shows how many stars and how massive it really is when it comes to Starfield and how much we are actually getting in this game. This is not your standard game, guys. This is an insane um, amount of stars that we are getting potentially. I mean, look at all these stars that this is just a small segment of the sky. Like we're going to go out and zoom out really far. I mean, that's where we're at. And let's go take a look at this galaxy right here just for fun. So we can go in here and we see tons of stars like this is the type of stuff we're seeing. So Starfield's really going to go deep into everything. And we see hundreds of starfields just in this picture. And we can go even deeper and just dig in and see all these stars out here. So it's really going to help with our place in the universe from a philosophical concept. And here's like the red giants that we see that are hotter star, different types of stars. Um, and then back here, you even see like hidden galaxies. So we Starfield has so much potential when it comes to being able to really dig deep into the universe. And I think a lot of people, I'd be shocked if they went to all 1,000 planets in Starfield. If anyone ever does that, please comment on this video. That'd be so cool. Or comment if you are thinking about going to all 1,000 planets. Like, is that a goal that you're actually going to do in Starfield to explore the universe? I think that'd be so cool um, if that's your goal, if you want to do that. Um, let, it, let me know. And uh, I think it's just exciting that we're going to be able to explore all this stuff. And Starfield, it may not be the actual universe per se, but it definitely is exciting. I mean, look at uh, like just the massiveness of these stars is just incredible, and in what we're going to be able to see. So, anybody who says a thousand stars is not enough for Starfield, uh, I, I definitely do not agree with that at all. I think this is more than enough to really um, jump around your spaceship. My hand, the mouse, the cursor, the hand cursor is my the spaceship is just like jumping around like that. But I think they're going to have a pretty good travel system and stuff like that. So you're going to be able to jump around once you travel somewhere at, at the very least. Um, I heard it was not going to be like No Man's Sky where you're just going to be able to jump in. So we'll have to see how that plays out. But the travel system doesn't look too bad. It doesn't look any worse than Mass Effect. And I know some people are saying they aren't too happy with kind of like the different areas of how you're going to travel. But I think even if it's locked down just a little bit, as long as it feels like you're traveling, I think that's the main point with Starfield. And just look at this, guys. We're going to have all these planets and stars and stuff like that to explore. And I think that's just going to be fun. Like, thousands of planets. Um, I think that's really where we want to be at for Starfield. And I'm excited to see this game come out. It should be a huge release. Huge release. Um, but I want to do a more simple video today for you guys. Because I want to show you just how big Starfield is going to be. And how cool it will be. Why aren't Easter eggs that need to be in Starfield? First off, Interstellar. I mean, that movie's crazy having a mission like that. Why not put Venom in it? Just saying. We also have the Martian guys. The Martian, a mission like the Martian or something similar that shows like a hidden thing. Dune is a major sci-fi franchise. So anything in there that kind of like has a hidden thing. Independence Day, just like have a Will Smith quote or something. Vintage sci-fi, who the freak knows? And then also, we have the Star Trek ship. I mean, this ship would be sick to be in the game. And also, this is from that one, maybe 2001 Space Odyssey, something similar in design there. Ender's Game, if you've never played it, a cool battle school would be awesome. 
Additionally, Star Trek Into Darkness, maybe new references to Star Trek. I don't know. And then we also have this Oblivion movie that Tom Cruise was in. There was some cool stuff in that. And then we have Tron. I mean, it'd be cool to have a Tron game, just an arcade game in this. Additionally, this is from 2001 Space Odyssey, just a cool space station picture. And then additionally, Alien, I mean, uh, yeah, just an egg maybe would help. And then we also could just put her in the game, but why not, guys? And then also we could have just a ship fly in like this in the game. Oh, yeah. And then also just being lost in space for a while like this. Oh, yeah, that'd be crazy. And then we have an ultimate Back to Future. I mean, why not Back to Future, guys? And then also going back to this movie. I mean, look at that armor set. That'd be pretty sick. Uh, who doesn't want Jurassic Park in this game? Come on, dinosaur chasing. And then this from Interstellar, guys. A library would be really cool just to have hidden. And then possibly Princess Bride. If you get the reference, you do. Uh, and then also we have a space station in space that looks just like this. And then Buzz Lightyear, I mean, it could put it in there, even though the movie didn't get re good reviews. And then also we have First Contact, just a ship that looks like First Contact, where you sit in a chair, um, having a situation like... I really don't know what I meant there. And also having a Star Wars reference, uh, not this scene necessarily. Then also going back to Interstellar, I mean, you got to have an Interstellar reference. That'd be so cool. And then also Inception, just go to like five levels of Dream, like, yeah. And then we have Arrival. There's a cool scene in this where they're touching the alien ship and doing stuff like that. That'd be cool. And then why not just have a classic movie in there, a reference of just dancing to the field like that. This kind of, I like this hue. So they're just hue in this like they had in that. And then also Predator. I mean, who doesn't want to have a Predator helmet? Uh, Matrix, just go full Matrix style in this game. And then also the moon, just have it in the sky like that for the first, like one of the early movies. And then this scene right here is really cool. Just like running through. And uh, additionally, Sigourney Weaver, she just makes everything great, right? And then at the end here, Batman. Who doesn't want Batman? Watch one. Let's take a look at why Starfield's engine is changing gaming. Easy mods. There's an advanced lighting system. It's built upon the Fallout engine. Advanced particle effects, along with character customization, is very detailed. It's an established engine. This is the second iteration or second generation of the engine. Facial animations are lifelike. Space is just looking good, and it also has high-res support, up to 8K. The mod community is going to support this game as a truly next-gen game. It has a longer life due to more people having mods. It's easier to develop games. It's established. It knows how the engine works since the second version. Its creation engine, too, is cool. The old version was used for Skyrim, Fallout 4, Fallout 76 2 and the experience brings in the graphics like no other. It will push the newest graphics cards such as the RTX 4090, RTX 4080, and next gen technology. It's easier to fix problems because they've had this engine. Elder Scrolls 6 is also built upon this engine. There's lots of experience from the developers. They can implement updates easier more than anything. More money for engines since Microsoft now owns Bethesda. Massive support since Windows, what it runs on, so the Windows is going to be good. Starfield is a great game to showcase this engine. And additionally, online features will work better since worked through Fallout 76 bugs. Sun rays look just next gen. HDR is looking insane. Building in-house is a huge advantage. It's not easy to build in-house these days. And it increases the technical skills of a development team to build it in-house. The metaverse could literally be built upon this engine very easily. It's a major upgrade over previous engines. It's time for an engine upgrade anyway. And here that we are with this game, 
but focuses on non-player characters to make lifelike cities. Let's talk about what we can find in Starfield when it comes to planets. And I think we can see a lot of ancient monuments being a big factor in this game, an ancient overarching theme. And I created this in Unreal Engine 5 to kind of make this point, but we'll fly through it right here in this video. But I want to show you guys, like, this is exactly what we could see in Starfield. You could go into these pyramids, you could then explore the world and be able to travel around the world and do things like that. But I think the mysteries that you're going to solve, the mysteries you're going to find in Starfield with advanced graphics, and I don't know, they should be just as good as these graphics. I tried to make them similar to what you could potentially see in Starfield in this video. But here you see the pyramid. These have giant stones to show that an advanced civilization in the past was able to move these stones. These are like way bigger than what you'd even see with the Egyptian pyramid. So that is intentional from that perspective. And I think the cool thing about this is I think it'd be cool if the pyramids are actually kind of hard to find on the planet to add to that mystique. Not everything's easy to find. And I know that sounds kind of crazy, but I think it'd be cool it's actually harder to find some of these things and people in the community kind of get together and find these things within the game that are going to be in the thousand planets which there should be tons of monuments i think every planet should have a certain monument kind of out there that you're going to go find and look for and it'll be interesting to see how they implement the monuments of course they should be explorable you should be go into monuments and do like that but maybe you see that thing over the rock up there well, at the very top, you see the rock face in the background. Well, why are those rocks red? Maybe there's a story that's even deeper about those rocks and why they're red versus those rocks. Maybe the world got blown to pieces through a, a, some type of battle in the past with the civilization. And that's why it's like a scorched earth rock. And those pyramids were one of the things that were potentially attacked. And that's the only thing that's left. And those are the type of things that we could see in this story that could go ever deeper into what an ancient civilization could be for an alien civilization that's trying to survive. Like why is the, is the pyramid tilts it a little bit off the rock there what pushed the pyramid over there maybe it's actually a spaceship like stargate so there's a lot of different things here that they can do and implement from a story perspective that can be very exciting and actually create a lot of different side quests that can carry that story along on these planets there is so much potential from a creative perspective to continue the story of why an ancient civilization is maybe disappeared in this game and i think they should explore the ancient civilization that's disappeared and have an overreaching mystery that you have to solve that isn't necessarily connected to the main story but kind of goes to the game to just to add to that mystery how did, did this all this become destroyed maybe there was a huge city here maybe you find certain artifacts and and books and stuff that are in this it may not be like a normal book maybe it's like tablets or computer architecture within the pyramids that kind of teach you more and more about this alien civilization that's out there amongst the stars why is this rock here why is this the only rock here maybe there's some story behind the rocks i think the more they create a story within the world the better off they do be that's what they did with skyrim that's why skyrim was such a deep game so if they can go out there and create a deep overreaching story it will create this really cool thing i know it sounds crazy why would i spend all this time like all these hours creating this i wanted to showcase this to you guys because what starfield is really going to be kind of like and i'll continue to showcase using my tools for unreal engine 5 and trying to showcase what starfield could be like this will be built on a different engine so it's not going to look exactly the same but i think the main thing here is 
these pyramids and everything in this game is going to look even bigger than this. It's going to even look, I think it's going to look better than this because I didn't, and exploring those things inside those pyramids, this could be an entire, this could be an entire civilization that you go into those pyramids and then you go underground and you explore and you learn more about the civilization even deeper in the side of the mountain, kind of like the dwarves you would see in Skyrim, like the dwarves in Skyrim were very well done. They were like these mechanical robots and things like that. And it was kind of that overreaching secret theme. You never actually really met the dwarves, but you knew they were there and they had a major impact on the world. And that could really be something that can make this game even better from that perspective. It'll be very interesting on their choices here because I think they have to have something like that that they had in Skyrim and other games like Fallout, like what are the reasons you're actually here? Why are we here? What's our place in the universe and stuff like that and within that Starfield universe. So I think that's gonna be a really cool thing. Like you, then you can have like a mission where you go up to the top of that mountain and there's something interesting up there that will solve everything. Maybe there's a secret alien artifact that you have to grab within these pyramids and you have to collect a certain amount, do all those missions. And this could be like a side quest similar to what you'd have with guilds, but you'd have like a 10 hour side quest exploring this, or they could even make it longer and make it a really hard achievement to get within the game that really causes you to want to explore those thousand planets. And I think they have to get to that point where they want you to explore those thousand planets. And even there could be a time thing, such as the star will be destroyed if you don't search these artifacts and the worlds actually explode and get wiped off the map. Now that would be something even more so if they add an extra time element to it where you have to choose between planets or maybe you don't get to see every planet in this playthrough even. That could be something that brings people back because you have to make tough, challenging choices. Starfield is coming out soon, yet there are games in the past, such as Fallout New Vegas, which have had issues. While I'm super excited about this game, this game has over a thousand planets and this in its name means complicated and i don't care what game you're talking about here no matter what how good you think this game is going to be because it obviously looks amazing we see the sunsets here the planets coming in the amazing trees in that area i think though the question is is the game going to be too complicated is it going to end up let's say like vegas where it was just a buggy mess dinosaurs and all cars rusted cars and robots and yes there is a robot in starfield but with that being said i don't know like is it going to end up like vegas which was really buggy which didn't really age well then additionally we had fallout 76 which was an utter mess now it was an mmo and most mmos do not release, great, so I'll give it that, but there's always that risk of please stand by, get it guys? Please stand by, the game's over, the game's not working. Uh, we don't wanna see that in Starfield, so there's that small risk that this could actually happen with this game, but look how complicated these systems are in this game and how it looks from that perspective. The ships and everything, they're really going all out with this, with the customization, and customization means that issues can occur in a video game, and I think there's no doubt that this game is going to have a good combat space system. But I think all the issues could happen in space versus on the ground. I'm hoping they've worked that out with Fallout New Vegas and Fallout 76 and some of the releases in the past. Now Skyrim was a little bit buggy at times. The other day I was playing Skyrim and it had basically a book that went through a table, but that was part of the game. That was part of the magic of the game. 
But it's nothing that, say, modders can't fix. There's things that can be done here. But as we can see, the characters look a lot more detailed than in past games. They're using what looks to be a newer type of engine for this with muscular, thin, heavy, just a ton of different details that you can add to this game, which are adding to that complexity, combat meta, cyber runner, cyberneticist, diplomat. I mean, these are some cool things. This is a new engine, though, that seems to be similar what we've seen with mass effect when it comes to facial animations these animations almost look like they're cyberpunk 277 type and this complication this type of complicated design can really cause some issues when it comes to creating a game so they have a lot on their table to be able to get this game to look nice and it will not be an easy thing to do now if you look at the spaceships the spaceships look absolutely amazing the space everything looks good but they're not they're gonna have to tone it down a bit in regards to complicated and i've heard they are toning it down just a tad so that they can get this done well because you're not gonna be able to travel say around the universe now how deep you can go with planets that's still yet to be determined but it will be something that is going to definitely change as time goes on now i could see this thing like going all glitchy potentially like right here this looks a little bit like fallout New Vegas in a way, just a different wasteland, and uh, we all know what happened there with Fallout New Vegas with floating characters. That's the new robot they did add, so I'm super excited to see some of the new things that they are adding to this game. But again, guys, space combat. We saw the floating space combat just a moment ago, and that floating combat is going to make things complicated. They are trying to literally do a lot of different things with this game, and it's not an easy thing to do. There is nothing easy about the design of this game. So we'll have to see how it actually plays out, but they're gonna have their, really, I mean, look at this, the paper, even the paper has stuff that they're using to make it look nice. And you don't always see that in games. So the robots are crawling on the ground. They're really trying to make it almost like a Star Wars type experience with amazing planets. Now, this is a good idea. You're gonna fly in, you're gonna click the planet, you're gonna see your class planets right here, and you can see it really deeply. Uh, that's something that we'll see in regards to complications, but a lot of stuff with Starfield could result Due to how complicated it is being a buggy mess when it first releases. I'm hoping not this is this is why they've delayed it back to 2023 Which was really smart honestly Starfield needed to be delayed because there is so much on the line when it comes to this game and uh, They really have a very complicated system that they have to get together um, and if they don't do it right they're gonna have issues and look at these worlds these worlds look absolutely phenomenal well if they don't put it together as phenomenal they're not gonna have a good game and we all know how that goes when you don't have a good game but so much potential but this company has a history of buggy messes for releases so i hope i hope that it doesn't end up like that Let's take a look at some games that you should play before playing Starfield or while waiting for Starfield. First off, Mass Effect. This iconic franchise changed sci-fi gaming forever. It's a game that has a deep story that will be similar to what you'll see in Starfield. In fact, there's a Legendary Edition that got very good reviews that would be good to play. They completely updated the graphics for the first three games in the trilogy. You'll get plenty of playtime that will give you hundreds of hours of playtime with all the DLC packs in the Legendary Edition. So this is something that you should definitely play if you're just like needing a good sci-fi fantasy 
Mass Effect is definitely something that can deliver. The iconic characters are similar to the relationships that you will be building in Starfield, given that Starfield is a Bethesda game, and it should be similar to the Bethesda games, which have very deep conversation trees. Mass Effect can bring it. Additionally, we have other games out there, such as Fallout, that can really do a really good job of bringing in that Bethesda feel that we're going to see in Mass Effect. Fallout 4 is a game that is iconic and is deep. And you can get hundreds of hours of gameplay. And I think some of the missions could be similar to even what you would see in Starfield from that perspective. Building a home base is in this. And additionally, I think the main thing with this game is the exploration. You're going to explore a world that's deserted and does a lot of different things there. So Fallout 4 and the vaults and all that stuff there can really bring in a deep story for you before Starfield comes out and kind of hang you over and give you that Bethesda feel that we're going to get from Starfield. Cyberpunk is another game that's very deep that didn't have a good launch, but I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. They fixed most of the issues in this game, and those issues have been fixed to the point where it is definitely worth playing at this point. There's not a doubt in my mind that you'll get a lot out of Cyberpunk, especially with all the upgrades, a deep story in this game. And as you can see, it looks absolutely amazing. And when they get this game fully updated like they have been they're even releasing a dlc pack for this game that will add even more to it and i think that's something that is helpful here as you're going to have plenty of content to go through but i think some of the upgrades that you get in this game could be similar to what you see in cyberpunk when it comes to biotic upgrades and stuff like that putting uh, the computer upgrades that you're getting in this game so i think cyberpunk is a game worth playing and the graphics are phenomenal in this game and they should be all fixed on every system now i think that's the main thing is it just was a bad launch i got a very bad taste in a lot of people's mouths but now it should be a good release overall for when it comes to gaming so cyberpunk as you can see the combat looks good i think everybody should go back and play skyrim another bethesda classic skyrim's a game where you become the dova king the king of the dragons basically and take over the skyrim world if you haven't played this game you need to go play it now there's like 10 editions of it it's on pretty much every gaming system it's even in vr if you want to take it one step further and just live the life of being a dragon and i've been playing it lately just to like play it because it's one of my favorite games of all time i've literally played through this game a lot and that's saying a lot considering how long this game is i think everyone should try to play skyrim to some extent just because of how rich the world is and this is similar to what we should see in starfield or what starfield is trying to attain is to get back to those skyrim days that we saw with amazing things and i think there's so many different environments in skyrim you're going to kind of get that feel of 100 planets that you would see in starfield and i think that's cool and you will have a deep engrossing story you're gonna have everything there that you'd want in the starfield game and it's gonna bring give you plenty of time and plus if you really want to dig deeper you can do all the mods and there are going to be tons of mods in starfield so i think that's an exciting thing too when it comes to this so good luck guys becoming dova king you need to play this actually this probably should have gone first to be honest with you i think dragon age is another game you should play a bioware game much like Mass Effect that we talked about first would be a great game for you to play. You're trying to do basically save the world because there's uh, attacks going on. And I think the main thing with this game is you're just going to have a very good story and you're going to want to learn more. The graphics are very good for its time and you're just going to love it. Also, guys, make sure that you go and play Halo because obviously for obvious reasons, guys, Halo, there's like a tons of games there. 
because I'm dressed up as Master Chief. Welcome to the show, everyone. We got Darth Vader here today to talk about Starfield. And Darth Vader, how do you feel about Starfield using Star from Star Wars for their game? Isn't that crazy? Holy cow, Darth Vader. That was a little bit intense. I'm not going to lie. But so is your breathing. Oh my word. This guy has some serious breath issues. Like, his breath's a little bit intense. I'm so glad I have this mask on right now. Because, uh, Darth Vader, you are needing... Uh, don't tell him that. He's needing some mouthwash. That is for sure. Can you stop saying that, Darth Vader? Your breath is terrible. I'm not even going to joke, Darth. The dark side of the Force is calling you. So, Darth Vader, I don't want to talk really about the dark side of the Force. I brought you here today to talk about Starfield and what you are thinking about this. Can you stop the breathing while we talk today, Darth? Alright, so, are you excited about Starfield? That is correct. So we got that. That's why he wanted to come here today, everyone. Just to let you know, he wanted to talk about Starfield. He was excited. I am your father. I don't think you're my father, Darth Vader. I thought that was Luke Skywalker who who was that. Uh... Most impressive. Yes, I do have my Star Wars trivia down, if you didn't know that. So... What are we doing with this? Why Do you think Starfield is going to be a failure? Do you think the game's actually going to work out? What are your thoughts on this? I, I don't know exactly what's going to go on here. I hope it's a good game. Don't fail me again. Alright, so there it is, guys. So I'm guessing that's because they're using the word star. And Starfield, like Star Wars, you don't want them to fail you. It is your destiny. I think that was a message to Bethesda to say that it is their destiny to get this game out the door. Or basically Darth Vader is going to come after you guys. Uh, I, I, you know what I mean, guys? Yes. That does. That sounds kind of evil, honestly, Darth Vader. I guess you are uh, part of the dark side. So Darth Vader, uh, how's life been? How have things been going? You going you gonna to get it up with some Starfield? What? Yeah, are you going to get it up with some Starfield? Are you going to play some Starfield? Yes. Alright, so he's going to play some Starfield for sure. Is this a for sure game that you're going to play? Indeed you are powerful as the Emperor has foreseen. I'm definitely not powerful, but I am Master Chief with more games than you have. Wait a minute, I think there's more Star Wars games than there are games uh, than there's Halo games. Perhaps you think you're being treated unfairly? A little bit, Darth Vader, just a little bit. So, so really, you just want to have this game to be good, right? Good work. All right, so that's what we're at that point. Um, so, I think Darth Vader's basically saying, do you want to have some mods of you in this game, Starfield? Do you want to have some mods of yourself? It is pointless to resist my son. I think... I'm not your son. That's Luke Skywalker. Why do you keep calling me that? I I, I don't understand. Oh! Oh, jeez. That's... <laughs> Sorry. Yes. Apology accepted. Okay, Darth Vader. So, everybody right here, Darth Vader is excited about Starfield, and... 
I uh, think he's excited about Starfield unless he alters the deal. Yes. So everybody, be on the lookout for Darth Vader mods in Starfield, and I have you now. And uh, he's hoping it's a good game when he plays it, and he's not too happy about them using Star. Let's create Starfield-like music right now. So what you're gonna do, you have an iPad. If you don't have an iPad, that's fine. Just check this out. We got a GarageBand, and then we're gonna go to GarageBand. I'm gonna show you exactly what you need to do. So click the plus sign. You can create this Starfield music very easily. Go to the keyboard. And after you go to the keyboard, I want you to go to Stargazer. Stargazer is right here under Soundscapes. So main categories, you're gonna go to Alchemy, Sith, and then Soundscapes and then Stargazer. And what this is gonna do, it's gonna create really cool music. So here, just like that. So we'll do just a quick recording. So we can get that Starfield sound. Just press the button a few times. This is a synth, you can also do the keyboard. I wanna show this for purposes of just creating. So we got our first Starfield sound. It's gonna keep playing. So we're gonna go back over here. I wanna add an instrument at the top. And we'll go over here, back to our, I want you to go to cinematics now. So we'll go over to cinematics. Let's see, where's it at, where's it? Strings. So we'll click the strings and then we're gonna start this guys. So I'm gonna hit this. I'm gonna record some cinematics to give it that epic feel. Kind of move it around, make it different sounds. And then what I want you to do is I just want you to keep overlaying that, kind of like paint. We're gonna do another cinematic, but we're gonna make it a little bit more soloist. So this is gonna give it that more deep feel. Playing F, I'm gonna go C higher. Can I hear the sounds? Is it cello or solo? No. See, I don't know. Alright, sorry guys. And then we're gonna just keep layering. I want you to keep layering it as much as possible. So you click that little top. I'm gonna layer it back down. I wanna try a little bit sound sync over here. I'm gonna choose cinematic and then I wanna choose violin. So I want that violin sound, but I'm gonna go back over here to give it even a weirder. It's a darker sound. sure you guys can hear me now you have a very deep soundtrack and that's basically how you do it guys it is not that hard at all i hope this is helpful for you so you can go create your own starfield music um just mess around with the garage band if my instructions aren't good i can also type in the comments i want you to guys to just go in here and mess around mainly because there's so much stuff you can create in garage band 
on your iPad. You can also do it on your computer, but I recommend an iPad for this. I'm sorry, guys. I'll put an iPad link in the description so you guys can create music. And it will probably be cool if you can do this. If not, well, just have fun, guys. <laughs>